guys. Right, Welcome. Now, we're Hi, now guys. we're recording. Hi guys. Hi, guys. Hi we're, ladies. We're here. What's up, it's, it's a beautiful yes. Tuesday. Uh, it's August 11 ish. Hey, close 11, enough. 11 ish. I like 11 ish. Summer's over. It's a yeah. Lot. Summer's over. It's summer's a lot. over in June. Did dude. summer even happen? Technically, no. it's hot. It was. It's been hot. My balls are sweaty right now. Hot COVID. I, I had some diarrhea before. Hot chlamydia. Hot covidity. Covidity. Okay, yeah. I'm sure your customers really appreciate that. Yeah, they do. My wet mask. <laughs> yeah, you're wet. Is it sweat or drool? <laughs> or cum? <laughs> cum on the inside. Uh, guys, episode 114 of You Watch I Listen. Taylor, how are you? I am great. Josh, how are you? I'm awesome. And we are joined this week uh, again by Ooh. the great Dr. Bob Roberts. Yeah, Red Light District. This is my favorite artist. It's the only music you listen to. Fuck you guys. That was no. an exclusive uh, you, ludicrous. You <laughs> couldn't even fucking think of his name. Yeah. <laughs> and I just Stupid. watched Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah, of course. Of you course. He texted me before. And he texted me before and he goes, I forgot to watch the movie. And I was like, yeah, because you were watching the Fast and Furious <laughs> marathon. Dude, I watched back. the first four. <laughs> I forgot to watch sick. the movie. It's on my fucking account that you have. I have all of them on Blu-ray. <laughs> you do. Everyone. Steelbook. Yeah, well, well, thank you for supporting the network. Thank you. My pleasure. That's one of my favorites, dude. Thank, thank you for supporting, supporting the, the network. network. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> so, Dr. Bob, how are you? I'm pretty duplicitous, I guess. Yeah, how is it back being at work? How is, biz- how is uh, business doing? So, business business is trash. <laughs> okay. Uh, we, uh, we still only have, like, 40% of our employees, and they just... Or is it that not coming back? back or just they're, you're only having 40% of We employees. only have 40%. The other 60% are furloughed. Okay. Uh, they're probably going to stay furloughed because they just announced that they're raising the minimum wage for all employees to 15 an hour. Best Buy is? Best Buy is. Okay. Uh, we just did a PR stun. We're closing for Thanksgiving alongside Walmart, Walmart and Target, Target, which is yeah, which fine. It's it cool. Should have been, they should have made that decision 10 years ago. All the corporate Best Buy heads are tight because they weren't <laughs> the leader in this movement. They were following oh, the big fucking team. Well, you know what? Then maybe you should have let a little earlier, stupid. Fact. So, they um, I also think they're going to reorg a lot of the leadership employees, so I don't know what that looks like. Does that mean something for you? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> probably, but not- it sounds like opportunities going away. Oh, so you mean you'll you something will happen to you, but not good. Not good. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so you're going to be back to just selling DVDs. Yeah. Hopefully, at least <laughs> maybe a Blu-ray. LP. Back to LP. <laughs> Bobby T. Up at LP. They're going to actually send you right back to Riverdale to do LP. <laughs> Only. For- I literally wouldn't work there for twice the amount of money. Why? Because <laughs> that place is. Dude, I was in there today. Who? Yeah, it's that bad. Yeah, it's Josh a, was saying it's a it's a Best Buy jungle out there. I said to uh, I said to our friend Shaggy while we were there. Oh, nice. Uh, I said, hey man, is anybody that I know work here? He goes, yeah, me. Me. <laughs> Dude, you never want to be the guy that says me when it's like the and last that's one. It. Yeah, he's exactly. the last of the Mohicans, mm-hmm. and he's not even a Go guy. <laughs> last of the How, Mohicans. Yeah, son. <laughs> yeah, shut up. How dare All you right. compare Shaggy to Daniel Day Lewis? Well, How uh, dare you? He just said last of the Mohicans, son. That's my cue, guys. <laughs> episode of, you, episode. 114 of You Watch, I Listen. We'll see you in a second. Goodbye. <laughs> the You Watch, I Listen podcast starts now.
Home Depot uh, in Kansas had to be evacuated for a bomb threat. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, take it out, take it out. Oh, suck it nice. A couple other really funny news stories. Kenny G. Who the fuck is Kenny G? The fucking clarinet player. Oh, suck it nice. What did he do wrong? It's time for the You Watch, I Listen podcast. And always remember, don't sniff it, just do it. And his phone. Yeah, which was better, but still <laughs> bad. Metallica. Are <laughs> we like back the song? Now? Of course. Yeah, this song, Give Me Fuel, Give Me Fire, Give Me That, Which I Desire. Oh, boy. So, Taylor, how was your week? It was all right. Nothing really special. Nah, you went fishing? Went fishing on Sunday. Talked a lot of politics. That was fun. <laughs> uh, again and again and again. And what and was again. your input to these conversations? Um, hey, I think I caught a fish, dude. Yeah, you're just like sitting there. They're all talking, and you're just sitting there like Steven Glansberg, not caring it about politics. like, whoa, cool. Uh, big gold, guys, huh? Yeah. Well, <laughs> see you later. See you later. <laughs> I respect you for not getting involved because then you just get heated. Not you personally, but especially it, it, it you. Could but easily it could easily leak. I, especially in general, you. it's yeah. hard. I do. No, it's I, I. I explained it all in my tweet. It's just like I'd rather talk about golf. I'd rather talk about fishing. Anything. I'd rather talk about my fish tank that I finally fucking sure. cleaned. Personal you know what stuff, I mean? right? Things that actually like, make a difference. I want to actually lives. like. I want to talk about baseball. I want to. I'd rather talk about golf. Golf was actually fucking exhilarating this weekend. Believe it or not, it was actually fun to watch. What happened there? <laughs> And then, and then, and then, also trying to explain Bob some of these rules in baseball, and him reading him reading me these scenarios that were uh, just so asinine. It was asinine, but it was yeah. It was see, this is the thing. This is the thing with rules in baseball. Half of them don't make sense. And the other half are unnecessary. Well, it makes it makes sense to what we were reading, what you sent me, because yeah, yeah. like that never happens. But they have to have a rule for yeah. When it there does has happen. to be a rule. There's very few. Like there was a uh, a play. Maybe it was like 10, 12 years ago. Maybe a little more than that. I was watching, and the catcher did something. I'm like, why the fuck did he do that? So he wa- there was a runner on um, on second, and it was a pop out to, uh, in foul territory, like right near the dugout, right. Yeah. Okay. So he was running when he caught it, and he caught it, but he couldn't stop his momentum, and he ran into the dugout. Out to stop his momentum. Oh, Before he that. did that, he threw the ball out of his hand. Okay. Because if the ball entered the dugout, the runner gets to advance a base. So if the That's ball the goes rule? out of play, yeah. Jesus but I, never saw, I knew if the ball goes out of play, the runner gets to advance, but okay. I never saw the scenario where it was a catcher was able to go with it. So he did one it, of those like basketball moves. Correct. You know, it's one back. of these things that if you catch it over there and you fall over, it's automatically an out. But because he caught it in foul territory and then ran into the dugout with it, it would have been considered out of play. So he had to quick throw it out of his glove. That sounds so stupid to me, it's but he caught a, the ball. It's like, but and, he was, and but he was it was allowed to hit the ground? No, no. He was allowed to hit the ground after because the out was complete. It was such a I remember, and the guy's actually the Mets catching instructor now. He's one of my least favorite Mets ever, Brian Schneider. He was a cunt. He fucking blew. He was like the beginning of when catcher stopped being a a position of importance offensively. It was like, oh, well, he calls a good game, and he can throw out runners. So it doesn't matter if he hits 230 with maybe 11 home runs. Catcher used to be like a premium offensive position. Like, your defense had to be good, too. But now it's defense first, be able to frame the pitch as well, and uh, call a good game. 
game. And now it doesn't matter if you can't hit. Well, I mean, ask Gary Sanchez. Well, I mean, like you, you don't get a Yadier well, Molina every day. Either. No, he doesn't call. He, Actually, he, he, he doesn't. It's not that he doesn't. He calls a good game. He can't do everything else well. Like he calls, you know, strike. He's like throw a fastball, curveball. He doesn't frame it particularly well, and he doesn't stop the ball particularly well. He throws runners out really well. He's got great feet and a cannon of a fucking arm. But it's calling the game should be like the easiest part because if you have like a guy like Garrett Cole, you go with whatever the fuck he wants. That's yeah, it. Yeah, you should. Yeah. So, Josh, how was your week? Pretty good. Uneventful? Yeah, mostly. And Bob, you just told us about your week. Basically, yeah. yeah. No power for most yeah. of last week. And then the, the long haul. Fine. The long yeah. haul. Yeah, well, the long so, so, so he, oh, yeah, you're in pumping. <laughs> yeah, I was in it for the long yeah. haul. Yeah, so he... Shout so out he, to fuck Justin. Yeah, <laughs> so he brought a lot of his shit over by me, like, to, you know, because no, I... fact, I, Michael I, was nice. Uh, I, brought, I brought all my meat. I had, like, 15 pounds of frozen <laughs> meat. <laughs> and all the meals that I cooked last Monday. <laughs> I know where the, you put that meat. <laughs> yeah, in Micah's butt. <laughs> <laughs> Whose butt? So fucking, fucking last time I do anything fucking nice for you, dude. Anyway, I'm thanking you because oh, I brought you? all my food to work the next day because we have fridges there. I figured, okay, at least it can start there. Someone's going to buy a fridge and open it and there's 15 pounds of meat. <laughs> <laughs> and then Micah invites me over. You know, da, 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 da. Long story short, he let me use basically half his fridge, which was nice of him. That's cool. Fuck. <laughs> did, did he? Was, did not, you at least cook some of his meat, like his payment? No. What kind of meat was it? Frozen chicken. Oh, so it wasn't even like a good yeah, cut of meat. Yeah, the meals were, you know, good for me. Good yeah. for him, probably. He has yeah. nice. How's the diet been going? Freshly stuff. Diet's good. Yeah. I basically haven't had any sugar or how much a are you down now? Uh, since like May, I'm down like 50 pounds. That's awesome. Yeah, like Hell yeah, dude! You look great. Thanks, jo- uh, Josh. How's your freshly diet stuff going? Uh, I'm done with freshly. Okay. Uh, Why? Uh, because I can't afford it anymore. Because you got it's a car. It's expensive. Yeah, you got a car. It's very nice, by the way. I yeah. love the charcoal choice. So, or so are you? Gray, what are you doing it. diet-wise then to make up for that? You're just making meal prepping yourself. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's that's easy. fair. Once you once get in you the rhythm get, of it, and you have like the meals you like. Yep. It, it's pretty fucking easy. And I mean, I, all I did was like I skipped this past week because you know I was uh, I was cooking more. And sure. Instead of so I just instead of having like another duplicate of meals, I just skipped last week. Okay. Then I changed everything up because the menu does change, which is nice. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I did splurge on Sunday. You know, I was out all day. I had a, I had a night. It was a place called Bear Burger. I've never heard of them before. Uh, it sounds good. And yeah. they, they were fucking. Um, How did they spell bear? B a r e. Yeah, they did. Not, not bears will be bears. <laughs> bears dude. will be bears. I have a bear story for later. <laughs> but it, bear it, burgers. It was, yeah. it was all like organic. I can, I can throw was, in a bear story. It was all like organic, you know, stuff like that, grass fed beef. Blah, sure, blah, blah. sure. Sounds but then, but then, I, but then, bad. I also had, uh, I had vegan fries, onion rings, and a, oh, they're actually not bad, dude. Or were they made out of next uh, cauliflower? Nice. Yeah, uh, dude, dude, cauliflower stuff great. is what? Is what? <laughs> you can't make something vegan and make it out of vegans. That's what I said. It yeah. makes it out of meat. Oh, it's yeah. grass-fed meat, though. But but if they're vegan... Well, no, I'm saying, I'm saying like... They're, they're, then I'm the saying, meat is called grass-fed? I'm yeah, saying, true. no, it's still wrong. It's like... <laughs> I'm saying the fries and the onion rings were vegan. I they get it, dude. They were cauliflower. <laughs> I love cauliflower. Like, dude, ca- I love cauliflower rice. Have you ever had like pizza with a cauliflower crust? Yeah, it's nice. It's really good. I, had, I saw uh, it at the store. I had a cauliflower mash, like instead of mashed potatoes, oh, cauliflower they're, mash. They're really incredible. good. Yeah, yeah. No, a cauliflower rice is like what I'm about lately. It's so fucking good. I basically only eat cauliflower and asparagus. And cauliflower makes That's your my makes vegetables you, dude, I eat. It makes your piss stink and makes you go duty. Yeah, dude, dude, the combo you, of the I'm two. Tell, yeah. I'm telling you, man. You, you got to try that. 
and, my uh, piss stinks every day, mm-hmm. and I duty every, <laughs> every day. day. Dude, I'm telling you, you got to try that buffalo cauliflower shit. I did it a couple times. Great, it's nice dude. when you roast it. Yeah. Uh, when you put the buffalo on before and dude, it roasts it, it gets nice. Great, man. I didn't really. I had I had Manfro here this weekend. Getting I saw he got rogue. Yo, he got very rogue. We had him the freestyle a few times. Nice. It was great. Uh, it's always a good time with Manfro. We're gonna have him back on soon to do a you watch I listen theme freestyle. At one point we uh we dropped um we were dropping themes to him for the freestyles and someone decided to uh, make the theme uh, a social issue that's happening right now. Oh boy. So uh, like, use your imagination. Yeah, it was. Uh, it started out really good and then when I say started out. Within 20 seconds, we were like, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then he was, like, chugging a bottle of champagne. I'm like, that's not something you chug. Was it was it Michael in appearance or Manfro? Michael was the, he, Michael came. Manfro yeah, left. Did he? <laughs> and we kept it's it, stupid. They're both jokes. Yeah, yeah. We, we, Manfro left. We kept playing Thirsty Boy with Manfro. And it's something we're going to have to start doing when we're partying. Uh, thirsty Boy, uh-huh. whoever is the Thirsty Boy that night, someone has to pick someone out. And you go, oh, Thirsty Boy. And you got to go up to him with the drink and you got to feed it to him and they got to chug it all in one shot. We did that probably about 12 times, 12 so drinks. So if you're if you're the if you're Chris and the thirsty boy, you have to do the chugging. Yeah. And yeah. somebody else just holds it. Doesn't yeah, matter someone who. holds it. I mean, in the middle of it, if you're like I need to do it myself. So but, so who comes up with said thirsty boy? Uh it's kind of just decided by the community. Okay. So, like, if you say you want Bob to be thirsty boy, but... I the, always th- want to be thirsty the thir- boy. <laughs> but the three of us decide you're thirsty boy, you're thirsty boy. Yeah. Oh, Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. It's kind of like, like nose goes. It's, it's like, a, it's like a, the elephant Christmas game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you could try volunteering someone, but if no one agrees and you end up being the one agreed upon, and you just go with it. Next time, it could be Bob. Somebody else. But it could be you again. <laughs> I like, like that. Like, most of the time, Manfro's be, here. Like Manfro will be, be thirsty boy because he likes it. Manfro loves the attention. And you got to appreciate someone that realizes they love the attention and just embraces it. Sure. All right, guys, the Mets are the bases loaded with two outs. Do they score? Nope. nope. <laughs> no shot. No shot. All right, why don't we get to these reviews? Uh, Taylor, what do you want to do? You want me to go first? You go first? Uh, why don't you go first because I, right. I, I got two things. Okay. So Yeah, true. So you gave me Chunk, No Captain Chunk, Get Lost, Find Yourself. You also wanted me to compare a song from 2000. 2011 uh, called In Friends We Trust. Uh, this album, uh, Get Lost, Find Yourself, came out in 2015. Bob also said he listened to it at least once. I listened once. to it a few times, yeah. actually. Okay, so um, when you say you listened to it a few times, it's probably because you liked it. Um, you at least enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay. I would definitely so, say I enjoyed uh, it. I would say I enjoyed it and I really liked it. Um, it, it was a really fun album. Uh I, I want to give, like, right off the bat, this is a really, I'm ranking this really high. Um, so, Playing Dead, uh, right off the bat, I love the sound of it. I, I love, love the, the music. the first 10 seconds, yeah, that uh, riff, the way it opened uh, up. Fantastic. That's right I, away I, what got me intrigued. I like the mix of screaming throughout the song. That's a five. Playing Dead is a fucking great song. I was humming it when you were here before without realizing it. It's been stuck in my head all week. Uh, City of Light, I gave a four. I really like that. one of my favorites. Um, the other line, I gave a three. Nothing got lower than a three on this. Um, the other line, I gave a three. I didn't love the, the echo chorus. I was a little Generic, but the music's great. So Echo is the one where he was screaming um, more, not in the no, chorus. No, no, pretty much screams in every song. Yeah, but there's one song that has a particularly yeah. a bit more screaming. Uh, Set it straight was a three. My favorite song on it is the one that was the heaviest, the one that had the most screaming. Pull you under is a five. A fucking fantastic song. I got zero complaints with that one. The next one, what goes around, is also a five. Um, worst case scenario was probably my least favorite song. The music was great, but the lyrics were a little heavy-handed. I thought for me. it was. 
so cheesy. Yeah, like, that worst was, case scenario. Yeah, turn up your stereo. That, I, that's like, where I agree. But the music I liked in it. I thought the music was awesome. The sound on it was great. But the the chorus and the lyrics kind of lost me. But it's still a three because musically it's awesome. His voice is really good. I agree. I love Twist the Knife. I gave that a five. That's a great song. Uh, the acoustic song, the title track, Get Lost, Find Yourself. It's a really good change of pace right before the end mm-hmm. of the album. I gave that a four. And the last song on the album, Every Moment, I gave that a five. Um, nothing lower than a three, like I said. It was a really fun album. A really it, like pop punk should be short to the point. Keep the the uh, the tempo upbeat. Keep it fun. totally was. There was a, a bit of a like a newfound glory sound to some of it with his voice. Um, not as um, not as um, enunciated at sure. times, but for being a French guy, he sounds great. Like he sounds really fucking good. So the reason why I told you to go back to that uh, that to one Which of the I'll get to in a second. Was, I wish I knew. I would have listened for to that. It. Yeah, is because uh, you know it, in this album you don't hear yeah. his accent as nearly as and rough. I'm so, I don't know what they look uh, like or I'm, anything. I didn't I'm Google so, them, so I have no I'm idea. So glad that I listened to this album before listening to the one from to the In Friends We Trust from 2011 because I did not like that at all. That song is and amazing. Dude. I, I, I didn't it. like this. I it wasn't the music wasn't bad. It was the production quality on it wasn't great, and that's obviously part of as they grow up as a band, they become tighter, they're better musicians. But it was also their but, first record, correct? Too. And yeah. his voice isn't nearly as good as it is on this album. Um, it wasn't bad. I just didn't really care for it compared to the rest of it. I love the rest of this album. I listened to this album so much this week, over and over on a loop. The landlord started having it stuck in her head because I kept listening to it. I'm going to give this a 4.8 out of 5. So it's just short of being a 5, but a fucking fantastic record. A lot of fun. Really easy to put on in the background when you're driving, when you're hanging out, when you just want to listen to it. This album is not remotely a chore at any point. Even on the song that you said that the lyrics were a little corny, the music on it, on it is awesome. Sure. Yeah, it's fun. seamless. Still whole, agree. And even the songs I gave threes. I get, I, when I give like a, a song a three, I feel like it's because on its own, I don't think it's that good. But in the, the, the context of the album, it's really good. I said that with uh, Kings and Queens last week with Kings of Leon. On its own, I don't like it. But listening to the flow of the 30 album. 30 Seconds to Mars. Yeah, thir- what did I say? Kings of Leon. Kings of Leon, another band I don't really like. Um, 30, 30 Seconds to Mars, excuse me. Um, uh, I didn't love Kings and Queens. But in the context of the album, it was great. Even the songs that were threes on here, it fits the album fucking perfectly. A really good album. If you're a pop punk fan, you got to listen. Listen to Cap- Chunk, no, Captain Chunk, Get Lost, Find the Yourself. The fucking so, stupid. I love the name, actually. Even though name I, don't, I, don't, I don't like the Goonies. I like the name is of that, the band. Is that what it's yeah, from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Is that what it's from? What else, what, what else have you heard Chunk, no, Captain Chunk? Where else prob- have you heard he, that wait, from? He's probably never seen the Goonies. Correct. <laughs> of course you haven't. See, I don't even like the Goonies, and I'm like, you need to see the Goonies. Well, so it I, was like one of those that, like, I remember being little, and my mom's like, "This is really good," and you look at her you're like, "Yeah, right, mom, I'm not watching." It's got that. Samwise in it. I get it, and that's almost like more reason not to. Like, well, so, I love Sam. So the thing <laughs> is, like, uh, you know, it is categorized only Sam. It is categorized as pop punk, but I learned that there's actually another word for what, like, a genre for what these guys are called. It's called easy core, which I didn't think easy core. Okay, uh, I, could I would, that. I would agree to that because so, none of it was really that well, complex. Well, you don't even know or, what it means, and you no. say you agree to it. No, no it's hold on. not hardcore. It's easy core. <laughs> okay. No, so easy. So, so easy. So easy core essentially is pop punk riffs with a couple little breakdowns and chugging, and then screaming mixed in between. So I like that's the, what I like the mix is. of screaming, but that one saw the fucking the heaviest one pull you under is fucking awesome. Yeah. That's a fucking banger. Oh my god! All right, all right, Taylor. So I'm gonna start with the album sure. first because I want to get that out of and the way. And the context of the album was that it, the that the 30 Seconds to Mars album reminded me a bit of Year Zero, and it's. Uh, 
um, its uh, themes specifically. So I, I definitely get the you know where, where the uh, where the nuances sure, and where sure. the uh, stuff comes from, but just and I have such a love hate relationship with Nine Inch Nails because I know how good they are live. I've never seen them live. You need but, to. But when I listen to that to their studio stuff, I don't really care for it all that much. Um, and I think that's it's just a shitty thing to say, but it's just the truth. So you don't like industrial is all it comes down to. Yeah, pretty much. That's uh, probably the long and short of it. Um, so let's start from the top. Hyperpower. It's, it's all okay. It's like an interlude kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's an intro. Uh, the beginning of the end, maybe uh, that gets a two. Uh, survivalism, that gets a two. The Good Soldier gets a two and a half. That was a pretty cool song. Yeah. Uh, Vessel gets a two. Me, I'm not. That gets a one. I actually don't like, like that, that so at all. much. Uh, Capital G gets a three. Uh, Capital, Capital G was G's pretty awesome. cool. Uh, My Violent Heart gets a two. It, again, it's so just, your two is like across the board, more or less. Yeah, and then, you know, The Warning is a two. God Given is a two. Meet Your Master is a fucking five. Yeah, that that's a fucking awesome. Is incredible, and then uh, the greater good is a two. Great destroyers a two, and then the last, so, th- then the last three songs where it's essentially is all instrumental. I give zeros because I, I can't really grade those. Sure, songs. instrumentals are impossible to grade. So right. my my whole th- again, like I said with this album, if I'd seen them live and then I listened to it, I'm sure I would You'd have a different appreciation it. for well, it. That's the reason why I love the song Wish. Sure, so you've much. seen that live video of it. It's fucking amazing. Um, but. I, I, knowing how crazy Trent is and how crazy talented he is, I understand what he's doing. Sure, and that the you know the industrial and that the EDM and the, the electronic stuff, the, the noise he records everything and the, himself and yeah. the effects. I understand that he, it's not the basis of the song, but it's more or less an instrument and it's adding on to the element yeah. and the mm-hmm. aura of the songs. So uh, I do again, it's not a bad record. It's just not my thing. Yeah, um, so it's one of these things. If you don't like industrial, it's really hard to ever. And there, there's Nine Inch Nails albums that are more rock. They're like more actual. Uh, instruments in it. Mm. He's gotten more and more it, it, it's weird because one album will have barely any like straight up just digital stuff and then one album will be like all digital stuff kind of like this one. Right. So um, all in all I give this album a two. Uh, it is a very good record. It's just again it's just not It's not your thing. thing. By the way the Mets did not score. Of course they didn't. We said, we said they weren't <laughs> going to. Well, what? Nope. Um, yeah so that's that album. All so right. now let's get to the movie Detroit Rock City starring John Connor and some dude, <laughs> and some dude that looks like Jay from well, there, there's also Yeah there's also some weird cameos in here. Uh, Bobby Bacala has a small part in it. Bobby Bacala, nice. uh, I gotta have dinner with my wife. Guy is in it. Yeah, from Pineapple uh, Express. <laughs> yeah. uh, who else is in this? Shannon Tweed, Mega Babe. Holy shit! Yeah, um, Natasha Leone, who's the disco girl they pick up. Yeah, uh, from American Pie. So. Uh, Essentially, because you didn't see it. So essentially, the basis of this movie is there's four kids. They're in a Kiss cover band, and Kiss is their favorite band of all time. Their drummer named Jam. He has this fucking super religious mother, and this is around the from, time from Kingpin. From she was Kingpin. the one that was uh, Woody Harrelson's landlord. And, and this is so you know, oh, sex that's with. disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this is right. And this is right around the time she when was younger like, or older. She's older. Older. This older. Is yeah. older movie. Yeah. So uh, this is right around the time when you know parents were like protesting Kiss and shit like that. Yeah, like nights yeah, yeah. like, and Satan service. Nights and Satan service. Yeah. So these uh, so the, these kids go on this epic quest to kind of essentially get the mom kiss tickets burns his after tickets no. to the concert. Yes, I was about to say oh, that. Oh, sorry, I thought you said the epic quest. I thought you skipped over it. My bad. You didn't let me it's finish. It's review, dude. Go on. Go on. <laughs> so essentially what happens is what Dan said. You know, the mom finds the tickets. She burns the tickets. So now this, the, the rest of the movie is essentially them trying to get kiss tickets, get to Detroit. They steal one of their mom's cars. They get into a fight with these disco jerk-offs. A lot of, of tomfoolery happens. It's, it's a vision yeah. quest. So <laughs> you want to take bath salts and go and watch vision quest? <laughs> yes. But uh, so the, my favorite part of this whole movie is when, you know, the mom finds the kiss tickets and they dress. 
she drags him out of school and puts him right into a board, like a Catholic boarding school. Okay. <laughs> so he's so he's so sitting, it's all in the same day. Yeah, yeah it's all like one it's, day. It's, it's all day. in one day, dude. It's the stupidest fucking movie ever. <laughs> so the kid, so the kid is sitting there and he's getting a talking to by the priest or whatever. So then his buddies go to the uh, go there. They steal the pizza that the, the that the priest had ordered. Mm-hmm. The to bust their buddy out and they lace it with like with, uh, shrooms, spe- with, with special shrooms. mushrooms. Yeah. Hell yeah. So he takes a bite and he just starts saying stupid shit. He goes, Satan, Santa, they're the same guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> when, he's, when he's eating the pizza, he goes, that's a very dry mushroom. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so then he, uh, they break their friend out. They go all the way to Detroit. I'm hearing through my nose. I'm, yeah, I, I, I heard you say that through my nose. Nose drums? <laughs> nose drums. So this movie really is really dumb, but my favorite part of this whole movie is when all four of them go out in different spots to try to get their yeah. tickets, right? Because they thought they won a radio contest. Their friend fucked up and didn't give their real names. That's Jay nice. from Jay, the basically Jay from yeah, Jay. He's Jay, Pop. dude. He's he's got he's the got fucking the beanie, vest, the long hair, he's everything. Cool. He's the and, big stone, dude. And he's an he's a jerk off. Like when they pick, so they get into a fight with these uh, with these disco guys. These just, first of all, these this these are the coolest disco guys ever. They're driving a fucking Trans Am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And they, cool they, as hell. Dude, they they throw pizza out the window. It hits him in the windshield. <laughs> so now he's like, they get now they get in a fight. They're yelling at each other. So he takes John Connor, the guy, the kid who plays John Connor in T two, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and Furlong, and he's wiping his face on the pizza, on the pizza, right? And it's like on the crust or the, the <laughs> it was the part. sauce. Oh, they thought they hit a bird. Okay, they they hit a bird. <laughs> and then like he, he's, he's got his other his, his other buddy there that's just standing there like a jerk off, just, just laughing. Like, no, but he's not audibly laughing. He's, he's giving, just, he's giving like an audible. He's doing like one laugh. of these, like he looks like an extra in Supermarket Sweep. Like you're yeah. doing a good job, guys. <laughs> Stupid. Like right. <laughs> so the whole thing is they get to Detroit and now they got they have all they're going out to trying to get tickets, trying to get money so they could scalp tickets, like a hundred bucks for four tickets for okay. a second row or some shit. So Jay thinks he's gonna hold up a convenience store. Well, first he tries robbing a little kid of his tickets, he tries, and then he goes, "Hey, Chongo!" And then and he gets the, the dude's the little kid's big brother, who's like a track star. Dude, he's all ripped. It's a massive. Like, you're gonna get us money. Or, it's like you're gonna give us money, or we're gonna beat the shit out of you. So he decides to hold up the convenience store. Nice. And then as he as he goes to hold up the convenience store, he puts the ski mask on. A guy actually comes in with a shotgun, and he saves the day, or what? However, I forget how it. Yeah, happened. he. So basically, he acts like he has a gun in his pocket. Okay. Surely before that, he stole a Stretch Armstrong. No, it was a Stretch Armstrong, and they then him and the guy with the gun start fighting over it. He lets go, and it smacks the guy with the gun in the face. That's the guy and that then, fucking when you pull his arm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the the, the convenience store clerk, this cute young girl, comes up to him and is like, "You saved me." She's like, "What's your name?" Says, they call me Doctor Love. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I will say, um, so Wait, there, there's some other good parts here though. So, so the one kid that owned the car that was his mom's car. Yeah. Actually, he saves the disco girl that they saved from getting raped. Actually, no, it's, they, it's it's from Bobby Bacala, and I gotta go. And, with my wife. So the, the, when the whole disco fight happens with the douchebags, the one girl, yeah, yeah, the one girl leaves that the, the, with the disco guys because she's like, "You guys are being assholes." So they they're driving along and they see her walking up the road, and the one guy, they're like, "We should pick her up." And the one guy like goes, "Dude, there's a lot of horror movies that start out like this." And then the J guy goes, "There's a lot of porno movies that start out like this too." Yeah, <laughs> dude. Like, and that, when they're driving in the car, they're all smoking pot, and the J guy turns around and goes, "So are you gonna suck our dicks or what?" <laughs> dude. And, and, so, it's such a stupid he, fucking thing. Like, he saves her from getting raped by the Bobby Bacala, and, and uh, I gotta have dinner, have dinner with my, my wife. wife. That's what we keep calling her. And so, and then, uh, so Ed then for long strips. Yeah, Ed for, so he goes to a strip club, and it's like a hundred dollars for the best for the best male stripper. Then he gets picked up by Shannon Tweed, and Shannon Tweed ends up paying him 
money. He prematurely comes. Yes. A lot. On Shannon yeah. Tweed. Yeah. On his on himself. And Ugh. so throughout so this entire time they're trying to get they're trying to get in this kiss concert. So now the uh, now the kid Jim, who's the drummer of this band, he literally, you know, his mom catches him in Detroit because they're protesting the kiss concert. So, <laughs> of course, she's there too. So, so she so she brings him into a confessional, right? With some archbishop or okay. some shit. Yeah. So he's trying to do he a was confession. Going to a kiss concert. Yeah. My God. So <laughs> somebody said. So, yeah. yeah. So there's another part early in the movie where there's like some chick in high school that really liked him, but they never talked or okay. whatever. So she somehow was in Detroit too and she for saw some him. reason. She's going to see Kiss. So yeah. No. So she's with her parents or some shit. So anyway, she it turns out because they're moving. Yeah. They just happen to oh. be there. Yeah. So so he's uh, she sees him. She runs into the confession. Then they start talking. Blah blah. Then they fuck in the confessional. And then they start. Oh, and then so then he's like, uh, Mr. Jeremiah, I hope you have a real confession this time. The priest wanted like some pervy details. And he, and, well, confessional. He, he starts. He got him. Some, he starts saying some weird shit. And then like they run out of the confessional, and the priest was sitting there. It's like thigh highs. Was it was it negligee? And he's just talking crotchless <laughs> panties. Crotchless panties. Yeah, he's yeah. like he, the priest is like getting off on this confession. So uh, all in all, the end of the night is they still don't have kiss tickets, but they all made a decent amount of money, or they got laid. So it was actually a pretty damn good. But night. they came up with a good idea on how to get into the concert because the kid that Jay tried to beat the fuck up and steal his tickets, all they did was they beat the shit out of each other. They basically said, and, and, they, and they go up to the security guy and they're like, "We got robbed of our tickets." And they point at the kid, the little and, kid, and his brother, and, and, and his and his brother, and is like the they, track dude, and he's like yeah. they beat us up. So when uh, they actually took his money with what with uh they took they took his wallet with money and shit in it. Uh -huh. So when the cop you like, put my kiss, him, my oh, kiss yeah, fan his wallet, he's like they, they, they had his my wallet. kiss fan membership club. My number's fourteen thirty three. Yeah, and right. they look at it and they're like, all right, here's your tickets, <laughs> dude. And then they go in. Right? Movie's fucking deep, dude. It's, it is. So as far as deep is concerned, I did <laughs> I did notice little things. About about the band, so like the kid who plays John Connor, he's the he's the front man. He's Paul Stanley. Paul Stanley never gave a fuck. Okay. Yeah. Then you then you got Gene Simmons, who's their bass player. That other kid who's uh, the the Volvo got stolen. Yeah, yeah. Bombs. Ace Freely just hooks up with some random chick, and that's about it. Yeah, that's what Gene Simmons did. Might as well. Then you got Peter Chris, who's Jam, right? And J and Peter Chris, you know, Peter Chris was like this really nice guy, but he was in this rock and roll yeah, band. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, because he is he sang the stupid song Beth, which made a lot yeah. of sense. Beth, you know what I mean? I hear you call and then him. and then the other guitar. Our player is the J kid, and everyone knows that Ace Freely is dumb as a box of rocks. Yeah. So that that that's it's it. parallels between them. The one part that's that, what the, I, that's the, the only thing I picked the part up that on. I think is the funniest when they go to pick up the tickets, they think they won, and then they're in the studio and they're like playing back, playing it back. J, the J character did not say their he, names he got right. All of them. He's wrong. like Ace Freehold, Gene Stanley. <laughs> yeah, Gene Stanley. <laughs> and then he's like, they're like, you got the tickets. We won. We won. And he runs away without giving any of his information. And he, he goes, he, he, goes he goes, just hold on real quick. We'll get your info. And, and then he you fucking hangs so, up. So, and he goes, oh, what kind of an idiot is this that he hangs up after winning Kiss tickets? So let me ask you, Taylor. Before I get your rating, it was everything I told you it was. It's not like this great movie, but it's fun. I had I had to text Josh. And tell him how fucking dumb it was. But you enjoyed it, I bet. I got mad at first because I thought he was telling me that it, it sucked. Dumb. And then I realized I go, oh, oh, wait, no, it's, it's dumb. dumb. Like Strange Wilderness, dumb. Strange Wilderness is at least a lot funnier. Oh, I, I listen. Like but had, they're so both under, fucking ridiculous. Understand dude. the context when Josh and I saw this. I think you were at my house when we rented it one day. It's probably the first time you saw well, it. You guys were kids, right? So yeah. that shit when it came out. There's like a scene when he, the kid, one kid almost gets like attacked by dogs, and I remember laughing so hard. He goes, "I swear, if you get me out of this, I'll never pull my pork again." <laughs> but I'm in like fourth grade. That's the funniest shit I ever heard. Fact. I'm 31. It's funny and now. I, yeah, I'm 31. I had a feeling that you would think it's dumb, but you'd be like giggling so at it. So I was giggling at it. There, like. 
like if I had to watch a movie like this again, I would probably watch Rock and Roll High School with the Ramones. Okay, like fair. The better. I'm not a big Kiss. I'm fan, not a Kiss fan at all. But That's I will why, say it's crazy. I like this it. movie. Like a few Kiss tracks. The the best part of this movie was the soundtrack. You know. Oh, you, I told you the soundtrack's great. First of all, I haven't heard James Gang God knows how long. I haven't heard Thin Lizzy. You know. Yeah, yeah. Gonna be nice. a jailbreak. That was fucking cheap great. trick. Cheap trick. Yeah, dude, dude. Like real classic rock, and it was great. And now. I have two Kiss songs that are can't miss. One is always Detroit Rock City. Detroit sure. Rock City. And the other one is Shout It. Shout, shout It Out Loud is a good song. That is a great, that's Kiss one of my favorite does, scenes, dude. Kiss that has some a, bangers. Kiss does have some bangers. Dude, good. that is the ultimate driving song. Shout It Out Loud. That is fucking great. Strider so, can fuck so off. What would you, Love Gun can fuck off, except in Role Models when he's telling the black kid nah, he's talking about his dick. Nice. <laughs> Love Gun is nice. I was made for loving you. Uh, dude, I, uh, there is some good Kiss tracks. Beth. You don't have to like sure. kiss like what they, Beth, I just think about Role Models in Beth when he's singing that at the end. No. And you're, and you're, and you're whispering I. I just love he when he's talking. I just love when he's talking about love guns to the little black kid. He goes, "See this? He's talking about his dick." Yeah, yeah, the little dude, black yes. Kid. So, what would you give this movie when you're grading it on the scale of you knew going in it was going to be dumb? <sighs> okay, it's so, a really good movie just to put on for plot. It's a it's oh, a it's a zero. Yeah, for funny, stupid bullshit, it's easy as seven. Yeah, I would say that's fair. So, uh, Nah, uh, I'll go eight. Okay, I'll, that's I'll fair. Because I was, I was. It's a much, good stoner flick. I was a hundred percent. Yeah, it's, it's a great it's stoner much flick. Much more entertained than I thought I was. Dude, I told. I I, it's it. like one of these ones. Like, uh, I think like, it, Josh and I definitely have a different perspective. Because if you grew up with it, it's like one I could put on any time, and I'm happy yeah. watching it. I'm comparing it to Tenacious D, like you said. Last it's, it is like a. There's not. It's not as much a musical. So it much could better. be better. It, it, I'm not saying. Oh, no, I'm thinking Destiny is a better movie in every single way. This is a great stoner movie. Yeah. So what would you? What's your overall grade? It's probably a eight. seven, a seven or okay, eight's fair. I'll give it an eight. Cool. Well, I'm glad you like it. Make it a little lighter. So the movie I'm going to give you this week, it's not heavy. It, it's in the realm of genre of, of drama, but it's like a dramedy kind of. Ooh, um, okay. I just t- was talking in the group chat with you and Josh about this because there was a trailer for a movie that came out that you should watch this trailer. Josh watched it. He goes, yeah, I need to see this movie. The movie that's coming out is called um, I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Our girl Tony Collette is in it. Nice. Todd from Breaking Bad is in it. Um, Big fan of Todd. guys. So the director of that movie, his name is Charlie Kaufman. Now, Charlie Kaufman is a great film writer. He wrote films like Being John Malkovich, Internal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yes. He hasn't directed a ton, but one of his big movies that he wrote that uh, won an Oscar for Best Original Screenplay, it was nominated for bo- for Acting, actor, uh, Best Supporting Actress, and it won Best Supporting Actor, um, starring Nicolas Cage. This movie's called Adaptation. Adaptation. So the, pre- the premise of this movie, and Josh, you should watch this too. I have a question, I think you, by the way. Please, uh, want to save it for later well, or now? I, I think now. I have to. If I do if a I challenge, can I, I have to watch or listen, right? Yes, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so, okay. <laughs> it's the name so, of the show, dude. Do you want to ask your yeah. question now? Or wait till the end. Yeah, is being John Malkovich great? Yeah, great. It's fucking yeah, brilliant. Yes. Is it's it, brilliant. Is it an autobiography? It's on. No, no. Shut it's up. On fucking. It's on Netflix. Go <laughs> fuck yourself and then watch the movie. Yeah. Right. Or watch the movie while you fuck yeah. yourself. Whatever Sounds you like a plan. Right. Whichever so, comes first. So the Both. premise. The premise of this movie. Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage plays dual roles in this movie. He plays. Um. He plays twin brothers in this movie. And the character. Same character? that the, No, they're twin brothers. They can't oh. be the same character. No, I mean like it's the same actor. <laughs> yeah, it's Nicholas Cage. Okay. Nicholas Cage playing both roles. Ugh. So the character he Two plays is actually the guy I was just talking about, Charlie Kaufman. So it's about Charlie Kaufman, and he wrote this movie while he was trying to adapt a book called The Orchid Thief. <laughs> 
So the whole premise of the movie is that Charlie Kaufman is having trouble adapting the book, The Orchid Thief, into a movie. Okay. So And it's about how it unwinds. It's fucking strange. Spike Jones, who we love, is the director, um, directed her. All those great Beastie Boy movies, directed being John Malkovich. It's a really strange movie. Nicolas Cage is fucking great in this. There's some really just, like, dry comedy moments that'll make you laugh your ass off. Like, I... I I, this is one, the more I've watched it, the more I've loved it. And maybe it's because I'm getting into like doing screenwriting and things like that, so I have an appreciation for the, tr- the struggle of it. Sure. But the fact that, that how the genesis of this movie started, that he want the whole premise is Charlie Kaufman is having trouble adapting this movie, in, this book into a movie, and he made the movie out of that, and it became this Academy Award-winning film. Nice. Um, the guy that won Best Supporting Actor is Chris Cooper, who you would know from The Patriot. He was the leader of the American Army that tried getting Mel Gibson to come back. Okay. Um, and they took the high ground. All right, Obi-Wan. Um, so the, this movie, it's really strange. It definitely unravels towards the end uh, where you're like, what the fuck is happening? Nick Cage playing dual t- brothers that are completely different. Like the Charlie Kaufman character is like almost autistic. He's very like reserved and shy and quiet. And then his twin brother is like very outgoing and charming. Um, you got a, a very young, um, uh, what's Maggie Gyllenhaal in this movie as well. Okay. Meryl Streep was nominated for Best Supporting Actress in this. She's, she yeah, but she, this is one of these ones where I'm like, all right, she just deserved it for this one because she's fucking great in it. Okay. Um, I think you're going to like this movie. It's really cool. It's one of the more unique films you'll ever see just like anything. Ch- and then make sure you watch that trailer later because okay. it looks fucking bizarre. All right. We're like, in. All right. So adaptation is the pick for this week. All right. So, Hi, Lacey. So for my pick this week. She's a good girl. Is from, is. is from a band that we all know very, very well, but it's an album that is critically disliked across okay. the board. Nickelback. Um, and <laughs> all of them. I <laughs> uh, so I uh, I'm a bi- I love this record because it's just very different from their previous record. So the album I'm going to give you this week is by the band My Chemical Romance and the album is Danger Days: The True Lives of the Fabulous Killjoys. Um, I know a lot of people do not like this record and I mean it's hard to follow up Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge and The Black Parade with something like this that was so radically different, but I like that they by Chemical Romance consistently throughout their career were taking chances. They, Fair, they absolutely. Were, they were riding on a massive high, you know, with Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge, you know, one of the greatest pop punk records of all time. And then it totally flipped the script and come out with the Black Parade. And it just hit it so hard with that. And then because of those two records, I think that this was really a disappointment to a lot of people for all the wrong reasons. So it was a letdown. Kind of like how I feel about Blink-182 and Neighborhoods. I think Neighborhoods is a very good album, but people hate it for a lot of... I, okay. I, I, understand, what, I understand what they're saying, but... You know, a lot of people hate this record specifically because of the song na 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 na. That's the chorus. Uh, Wallers used to love that. Song. Now here's the okay. Now, that, I, that now, doesn't leave a good impression. Now here's the thing. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Ben, that, <laughs> that tells so much. <laughs> Mike just said every word in that whole track. Yeah, that's no, that's ev- not that's not true at all. <laughs> I know. Oh, dude, I was kind of like, what? <laughs> no, so I, I will tell you that is the chorus. Basically, okay, and fine. No, just, just shut the fuck up. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Shut up. Basically, the whole song. No, it's not stupid. You have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. So shut the fuck up. How about that? So, um, <laughs> so like I said, so, uh, this is re- a really good album. I'm actually um, looking forward to listening to it. I do want to give you one song to highlight. Is actually called Planetary Go. Planetary um, Go. It's very very different. Like I said, it's not in the realm of My Chemical Romance. Of, of what we always knew um, and I think that this is wrongfully hated for a lot of okay. reasons but uh, yeah the pick is My Chemical Romance Danger Days The True Lives of the Fabulous Killjoys cool alright I'm excited to listen to it um, I've only probably listened to the album once so knowing it well I can't I honestly couldn't name a song off it because
because I think I listened to it once, and I was at a point where I was like, I'm not really into this right now, and I just never really gave it a chance. Yeah, that happens. So I'm excited to give it a shot. All right, let's get to um, our, our favorite. Challenge time. Cha- are we doing challenge. the challenge first? Yeah, yeah oh, the challenge is a, it's a, it's a listening oh, challenge. Oh, okay. So, oh, is it listening? It's, so this is for all three of us. Okay. Uh, so I told you guys the other day that I was having a conversation in my uh, work group chat oh, about, yeah, yeah, yeah. about emo. Um, and then before I, we were talking about emo, the topic because we talk about a lot about music, movies, stuff like that. Sure. The topic that we were talking about was highly anticipated <laughs> albums that turned out to be a major letdown. My no, exam- don't say Chinese democracy. Is, my, example, oh, fuck! my example was initially when we're talking about it. Um, Saint Anger. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. So we're not going to listen to Saint Anger. We are going to listen to Chinese democracy. <sighs> Chinese democracy was 15 years in the making. It was released exclusively. This is one of the first exclusive tr- uh, album drops before streaming. It, ex- it released exclusively on Rock Band. Okay. I the remember video game that. Rock really? Band. I I, I'm going to be real. I never I, listened to anything off of Chinese Democracy. I, I never played it. Never listened to it. Right. I, I have. I have. I don't remember it at all. I remember um, it. By design. So I'm, exci- I'm actually excited to grade it from start to finish. Don't say anything about it right now. Yeah. Save it all for next week. we got to grade it. All three of us have to grade it. Yeah. I'm interested to see who hates it the most. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm excited to do this. I thought you meant like a challenge, like I had to like eat something or smell no, something. No, because I told you it wasn't a smell challenge. Oh, I, I'll smell your ass. I mean, no. <laughs> I'm just not looking forward to this. No, anymore. I'm not looking forward to this at all, but I am. <laughs> Good. Off. All right. Well, Josh, that's well, going to anyway, be exciting. Coming to what, uh, what to whatever you just said about the emo, I didn't actually because you sent me your playlist. I ended up making a uh, make emo great again playlist. And it was nice. two hundred songs. I couldn't that's stop. That's a lot, dude. I know it is a lot. I did. I did two hours and forty five minutes worth of songs. My, mine is eight hours and forty five minutes. That's a lot. That's I'm a sorry. Lot. What was this? His, their emo playlist. Oh. Well, you, well, here's the thing. When I make a playlist, I don't uh, see you make your playlist like you want to listen to each the like in a specific order. Yeah. I throw a shitload of songs. That's that like I my like. Ba- that's like my bait and mix. Yeah. That's like go. <laughs> 14 <laughs> hours 14 hours of music on it. I just I just throw a bunch I of have, songs together from like that era and I hit shuffle and I see what comes I up. I have one list where I just throw like as I hear songs that I like I throw them in there. I have yeah, That's I what have, I do with the bait and mix, yeah. I have one playlist that's like 900 songs long and that I just shuffle. But like all my other playlists that like I want to listen to something specific, I I curate that shit and I put it in track order how yeah, I want right. to listen to it. Ooh, yes. Like what I sent to you, that's the exact order of that playlist. I will not ever shuffle it. Yeah, in, I mean in I would 200 either. songs yeah. deep. No, no his my, is mine is too Mine's like oh. my, mine's like 50, 60 songs, something like that. I guess that's not so bad. But like, it's doing <laughs> doing it for like it, a few hundred songs is probably a, a lot to yeah, like, curate. I, yeah. Like, yeah, that's a that's a fucking project. Like bands I got in there, I got like uh, the Killers, Thirty Seconds to Mars, Boys Like Girls, uh, Lincoln Park, Boys Deezer, Like Boys, uh, Mayday Parade, Jimmy Eat World, uh, Alkaline Trio, Hit true. the Lights, A Change of Pace, Reliant K, Rise Against. Like there's like even cute is what we aim for. Like there's a lot of older shit in there that like Reliant K is one of those bands that I just remember their one single and I was like. Like, these guys are fucking ass. They had two singles. What was the first one? Um, Be My Escape. I That was the one. I was like, this shit makes me want to fuck a cheese Dude, and grater. Then, then uh, Who I Am Hates Who I Have Been. Like, the opening the opening line is, I watched the proverbial sunrise coming up over the Pacific end, and everyone looked at each other and goes, what the fuck Sick. is that? Yeah, that made me want to fuck a cheese grater. Oh, just stop <laughs> All right, Ralphie. Yeah, Ralphie. Well, the, well, the thing is that was crazy about Reliant Cage because the guy didn't play with a pick. He played with Stum. Which like, I appreciate. And, but the thing is, you didn't see that a lot. You know what I mean? Because he was one of those bands. Like I, I was making fun of all American Rejects, who I fucking hated because they both the lead singer of that band and Reliant K. I remember the music videos? They 
I fuck the camera more than most guys do. Oh, like, Tyson yeah. did a uh, lot. Oh, it was so, and also the lead singer of All American Rejects is an all-time douchebag. Like, I everyone I know that's ever interacted with that guy says he is one of the most unpleasant, arrogant people. You, like, he thinks he's fucking God. He actually talked about how he's one of the great songwriters of his generation. So you you could see the transformation. Swing, swing my dick. You could see the transformation from their first. Like, they're the only they only have three good albums. Like, their album Move Along is fucking phenomenal, and then uh, the one before that with like Swing Swing My Paper Heart the last song that shit was actually really good and then when the world comes crashing down when they actually got real success is when shit went south because Tyson thought he was this big mega superstar See, when he really wasn't I heard bad things about him even when the, the album with Dirty Secret came out I'm I heard sure. horrible things about him as a person well I, I'm sure but the thing is like the thing that bums me out is because that album really is phenomenal like It Ends Tonight is a great song Move Along is a great song there's some uh, On Top of the World is a fantastic song I, I think they were one of those bands even if I didn't know that about him they just were never my jam. Well, like, I don't know about you. It's just like uh, they, I like some of their songs. Uh, some of the stuff I've heard a was couple okay. of them during the time frame that we were in age. I think we're it was fine for us to like them. Like I liked uh, the the, uh, the Move Along album. It has four songs. You just named them that are all good. That's what I'm saying. It, it's fantastic. Like that whole album is fantastic. But, the, but what annoyed me the most exactly what you said is that Tyson thought he oh was, he's a fucking dude. He thought he was Lord. hot shit. Like you could. He eat, said like, it uh, so, the other day that so, he stopped playing uh, playing like, guitar because he just only wanted he, to be a lead singer. He was oh, a, he was God. a big, he was a bass what a player. pompous douche. He was he's, a, like, he's literally oh, Dennis Pete, from It's Always Sunny. Dude, he was a bass player that that was a lead singer, which you didn't see all that often. You don't often. see that very often, and no. Then, and then, but the thing is, he even thought he was hot shit back then because he had a flying V bass, and it looks soup and it looks flying. Stupid. I had a flying, flying V bass, dude. Flying V's are cool, dude, but dude, I had I had a flying, flying V's were cool when Randy Broads played. Yeah, it. I, I had a flying cool V bass. They're fucking flying V's aren't that good, but a flying V bass is terrible when it comes to bass playing, dude. It it's was, so not worth it on bass, and it was annoying too because like I remember I at the at one of the last bamboozles in Asbury Park. There's they were one of the headliners on the main stage. And when I tell you this, like, so the whole band comes out first. They start playing the opening riff and then Tyson walks out. And it's, we're on the beach. It's July. It's hot as shit. Mm -hmm. He walks out. He's got a wool cap on like he's fucking Colin Farrell. Oh, he's God. got a scarf Sick. on and he's got bell bottoms and he's got like seven inch heels. Bell and, bottoms like in Detroit Rock City. Yeah. <laughs> when he had to show up wearing Dude, like, them. Like, he, and like, and like, like if he started his own company, he would come out with a shirt called HIV Necks. Nice. Like, oh. This thing, dude, deep V's. This V neck was down to his fucking belly button, dude. It was so he thought he was hot. He thought he was the guy from fucking the darkness. You that guy rules, though. Yes, because it's, <laughs> yeah, it's ironic. All this you know, snow. Put your yeah. hands off my All woman. All this snow. You <laughs> take, take my. Yeah, get your hands off my, my woman. woman. You, you can't. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Let's get into our favorite part of the week. Uh, Taylor, you were alluding to it before we were recording. Um, what did you watch this week? I watched a, uh, an eclectic array of different things. Okay. So I watched uh, the Fear City documentary. That was fucking phenomenal. Oh, that was great, wasn't it? Yeah. Three I, episodes. It's fucking great. It was fucking phenomenal. Um, and you actually you learn more about John Gotti in that ten minute bit than you really do in the whole. Dude, Travolta Gotti movie. was a, oh the, the Travolta movie so no good. I'm just it's so good. I mean that in the most horrible way possible. I know it's awful. It's not as good as the fanatic, but it's good. So the other, uh, the fanatics with uh, John Travolta. Travolta. Yeah, no, with, no with John Travolta. Which ones with Nick Cage? No, with both. 
Did you talk about Face Off? Face Off. I watched half hour of that the other day. Terrible. I'm sorry. Horrible. What are you talking Face Off? Okay, so we'll get to what you watch soon. Don't you fucking shush me on my show, dickhead. Okay. No, it's fine. Everything's fine. So I watched World's Most Wanted, which was crazy. Oh, that's a new thing on Netflix, right? Yeah. I watched some of that Unsolved Mysteries, and new ones on Netflix. That shit's fire. Really good. So you know what's funny? It's nice. So if I look on like my... What you should watch? On my notifications, it just popped up five minutes ago. You would like Unsolved Mysteries? It's nice. Um, I watched. I like nice. <laughs> so I, after I watched Detroit Rock City, I watched Rock and Roll High School. Okay, fair. And then last night at a ten o'clock, thinking it was a good idea, which it's always a good idea. I watched The Godfather. Great idea, sure. always. Fun. One, fuck yeah, yeah. The I like one better. For some reason, I completely forgot they went to Vegas. Like it, just, yeah, dude. It just yeah, looked, that's well, that's well, how I, that's I, how. Uh, I, so Vegas I remember, started. I remember everything very vividly up until they ki- they kill Michael's wife in in Italy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then for some reason, Vegas just Apollonia? left. Just left my gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> Waters of Lake Minnetonka, yeah. <laughs> but like, like everything in Vegas completely eluded my memory. For some see, reason. so I I love both Godfathers. I pr- I count them as one movie, one and two, which what, is fine. Did you see I the understand. HBO oh, it's amazing. If you could see the, if you could see the Godfather saga ever, the seven hour cut of the Ooh. two movies put together in chronological order with yeah, deleted scenes. Really, it's I'll ama- watch that. It's hard to find I'll, now. I'll it's hard to that. find. I um, love the first it's, movie. But see if you the, can plex it. I, I look for it. I can't uh, find it anywhere, dude. They played it like two times in HBO. You, I'll just do it by hand on ma- two TVs. Yeah. <laughs> There's deleted Stupid. scenes, though, dude. Uh, uh, I actually I do prefer the second one because I love the backstory of v- of De Niro with Vito. The I story I think in two is is better. I love I, I like seeing my boy Al Pacino as the action. Godfather as the Don. It's cool. But the thing is, as much something as I, about Marlon Brando though, like I no, like see, it. Like fair, it. fair. Yeah. As, as much you as can't I, go wrong with either one. As much as I love the second one, I like the business of yeah, the mafia. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like see, it's I so, like the family of the mafia. I like seeing like how two it got was, to that. Two like, was a lot of like yeah, family like the build, build up, up yeah. like how he became the Don. Like but, I'm into that. And shit. like I said, like I, I I love that shit too. But the same thing when I watch Fear City, the way they infiltrate certain places and the way how like, great were those wiretaps and how many times did they say cocksucker? A lot. I thought <laughs> watch I, that Bob I, dude, on Netflix. I thought, That's I, sick. I, I thought I was Fear City. Fear the City. Mo- NYPD versus the Oh, mob. this is the thing you're telling yeah, me yeah, about. Okay. It's nice, dude. Dude, I thought I was I thought I was watching Deadwood. They said cocksucker. Yeah, cocksucker. Dude, it was great. So did you watch anything? else uh, i'm trying to think i watched a couple episodes at least catch okay fair josh what'd you watch i actually watched a bunch of stuff all right independence week, day uh no I didn't. <laughs> come on man what did you watch two weeks in a row now you yeah. started something no, no, else no, right? no, watch no, no. okay right. end game no I didn't. shut up <laughs> Infinity right. War. oh my god would you let me tell you what i fucking watched i put a, i put a list together so all right yeah. very good very all right, good watch 500 days of summer great movie Amazing. Um, didn't see it. i watched saving silverman great i love saving my favorite part of the movie is the the fucking drill sergeant gets out of jail and he asks like what'd you do with the bitch and they're like uh we ate her the way he says he goes you ate her (laughs) that part makes me laugh so hard Bob you would love both of those movies Saving Silverman is fucking Uh, I maybe have recollection of Saving Silverman but Jack Black he's eating the nachos he's eating nachos (laughs) he picks it up and it's like literally all of them together he's like dude the nachos he goes if they're stuck together that counts as one nacho (laughs) (laughs) what Uh, else alright the Royal Tenenbaums okay it's good Uh, better than the life 
Aquatic for sure. Yes, I agree with I that. I like the Life Aquatic. No, I like, I'm just saying um, I think Royal Tannenbaum's see, is better. Wes Anderson. Well, here's the thing. It's Grand Budapest Hotel than everything else. I, I agree completely. I think Grand Budapest is by far Wes Anderson's best movie. I, I love Grand Budapest. And they usually with Wes Anderson, I like Rushmore a lot. Rushmore is fucking Rushmore great. Is cool. But I, I like Tannenbaum's. Life Aquatic, I'm whatever I, on. I, I just, I, um, I don't like Schwartzman what, what, all that uh, much. Dajerian Limited, I don't Darjeeling love. Limited, yeah. I don't love that one. It's just, sometimes Wes Anderson, it's almost too much Wes Anderson. Uh, so it's like, you definitely don't like Fantastic Mr. Fox. Then. Not remotely. <laughs> Not even that, a that, little. That was one Greg made me watch. I did enjoy it when I watched he, it at the time. See, this is the thing with Wes Anderson. I'm, he's Yo, a Greg's very, a fiend for Wes well, Anderson. Well, that's the thing. He's, um, Greg's a hipster wannabe, and Wes Anderson is what hipsters love. Dude, they, he, he, he wears a lot of plaid. Even though wish I wasn't wearing his fucking like, shirt. Hipsters shouldn't love Wes Anderson because he's not independent. He's like a huge movie man. Every one of his movies is critically acclaimed, Oscar nomination. He's the first thing some from indie a shit. I haven't seen a single it's, one it's that hipster. you guys have named. Dude, Bob, Grand listen, Budapest I, is fucking great. But here, it's, I, it's Voldemort. I, I, I totally, I, I see the cover and everything. I've sold a million Bob, copies. I, I, I think if you watch Grand Budapest, you would like it. I think you you would like A Life Aquatic. I don't think you would like Tannenbaum's. I don't think you would like Darjean Limited. It's really dry. I have even heard it's, those. It's really dry. Only humor. heard of Grand Budapest Hotel. Well, because that's that's his best. Wasn't that wasn't nominated for that, best picture? Best picture. Right, I think so, that's his best movie. So do so, I start there? I would. Okay. So I we uh, Josh. I'm sorry. Continue. All right. Because he had to we, get we, his list we, that he already had. He started talking again. We started talking over him again. Two. All right. The two more. Then Borat and, okay. uh, yeah. and uh, Dread, starring Carl Urban. Okay. Not that's Judge the best Dredd, one, dude. Dredd. The set. The the, 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 the reboot. The reboot. Yeah. With, uh, with Cersei. It was okay. What? It was, it was good, dude. It was good. I love Dread. Maybe because I, I don't love Judge Dread like that. No, no one liked Judge Dredd yeah, with Sylvester did. Stallone. Oh, it's know. terrible. Okay, okay. It's it, first off, it's a comic, and yeah. the one with Stallone was horrible. And they're like, yeah. let's try to do this right and make it fun and campy and over the top. And it's exactly what they did. And Carl Urban was amazing in that fucking role. Uh, I love Carl Urban, dude. Ma, uh, He's great. Ma, Mama was great in that. And then the chick who played the psychic, she was really yeah, good. Yeah, great. Dude, uh, everything about that right. movie was fantastic. Right, Bob, what did you? You watched this past week, Lord of the Rings. We know you could come on. You could come on. In, you could come on in two months, six months, and I'll be like, "What you watch this week?" Oh, Lord probably, of the Rings. probably like six months, maybe a yeah. little more. Yeah, now I'm good. Uh, yeah, I think you guys talked about. It. I watched Troy last week. Okay, I got sick after that, and I started watching a lot of Greek mythology stuff. What other ones did you watch? Oh, I, I watched the the Odyssey two part TV series Stupid. that came out. It's it was not. Re- it's not good. Oh, that was like the worst. It's acting a, it's I a ever chore. It's a chore. Watched. It was Tro- fun just because like See, the we stuff saying, was there. Tro- the story. Troy didn't age very no. well. There's some really cool parts to it, but it did not, it did not age as well as I had hoped it did. Oh, you know what else we watched? We watched The Mummy, dude. Yeah, oh. yeah we watched most of The Mummy. Hell I don't yeah. think we finished it, but The, the Mummy, mummy was fucking great. rules, always. Always. Uh, we talked about it, and Micah instantly was down. Uh, what else did yeah, I watch? You want to watch The Mummy? Yeah. I watched a couple. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's literally how it went. Yeah. He goes, yeah, I want to watch The Mummy? Yeah, and I bought it for fourteen ninety nine. I forgot how hot on, uh, Anaxu Moon was. Oh, dude, what's her name? Ray, um, Ray, what's Rachel Weiss? She's a fucking smoke show. Is that her name? Yeah, she's yeah. the one in Constantine, too. She's the chick in Constantine. Fact. Yeah, she's fucking Constantine great. Fire movie. Constantine's great. Uh, what uh, else? What else? What else? What else? I watched a couple episodes of Sopranos. Uh, Mid. Where are you up four. to? Are you still watching with Nick? Yeah, still Where watching with to? Nick. About mid- halfway through season four, Justin hey, actually hey, came over yesterday. Hey, we how, watched a couple how did uh, how did Nick feel about the Pine Barrens? Uh, <laughs> you guys gave him too much build up for it. He needed. The, to just I can watch understand it was great. No, you guys told him it was literally the best episode ever. The best He's episode. expecting to see people die and get arrested. Okay, that's if that's what he was expecting. Then yeah, it's also he's kind of a douchebag. Sure. Because the best parts of The Sopranos almost have nothing to yes. do with the mob activity. Yes. Like the funniest, so, most like, memorable part. Like parts. he looked over Bacala walking out in that fucking outrageous hunting gear. <laughs> yeah. Because he's sitting there waiting for something cool 
and the best thing ever to happen. Like, did he laugh at least in the part? Uh, the guy must have been an interior decorator. <laughs> he was a Czechoslovakian. Like <laughs> he killed sixteen Czechoslovakians. That's what it guy was, was an interior decorator. I, I, His I, house I, looked like shit. I still, I still love when they're eating like the rope the ketchup, ketchup packets. packets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when he's like, I had some Tic Tacs in my jacket. Um, what oh, episode? Are you, where are you up to on season um, um, fuck, what just happened? Oh, Tony finds out that that girl from the Mercedes dealership killed herself. Oh, and he almost out. freaks. He freaks out. He freaks on out on Melfi so a little bit. Is uh, is Ralphie still alive? Yes, you're Ralphie's close. still you're, alive. You're he's, he he he's been kind of the back burner right now, other than the the bitch that he was fucking that then took a liking to Tony. So then she started fucking him. Yeah, that's uh, Valentina. She, yeah, Valentina. she just left Ralph because yeah. he was trying to. <laughs> he was doing all make kinds of her rub shit. a cheese grater on his dick. <laughs> yeah, dude, all kinds of weird shit. And he just showed up to, that, that to has that seat. Janice's Wait, and, house yeah, and, and asked her asked her well, about her sex to, life. Tony's yeah. trying to get all that stuff from um uh. Ralphie, like, try, he's even to, that, to build the he, case. Well, he has that moment with him in uh, in Adriana's club where he's talking to her about, or talking to him about, like, his relationship with his mother. And then Adriana comes in and he puts the money in her fucking pants. Yes. And Tony goes, like, you know, Chris is gonna marry that girl. Don't you care what she thinks of you? And he goes, I don't care what any slit thinks of me and my brother. <laughs> Right there, Tony's like, okay, check mark. He's like, all right, um, yeah, you're close. I, very good. Yeah, it, you're you're very close. Is Nick loving the show? But loves it. Loved Great. it after two episodes. He Great. absolutely hooked. Um, um, yesterday, I got really sick, and I watched. I did a triple feature of all three original Spider-Mans. I know, and then you. I it know. Is, I was talking to you about that, and you're like, I think I only saw three once. You're yeah, like, literally. Is, you're like, this uh, is, it was so bad <laughs> when it came out it that I definitely only watched it that one time, Dude, and I, watching it again it's now, awful. I know so I only watched I was, it once. So when Spider-Man wow. three came out. I was so excited for it. Well, of course to, we were. I went, to, I went to the midnight release IMAX at Palisades. I went to I was so go midnight release Palisades IMAX. I'm so pumped for it. Nice. I, my parents were like you could take off school the next day. I'm like great. I was so fucking angry at how bad it was. I went <laughs> to school the next day. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know you, you had to go movie. tell everybody how dude, bad. Dude, of a time I was you had. so mad about it. And like, there's parts I I try I did re- a watch through of them recently. Sure. And I was like, let me try three again. And I'm like, no. This yeah, is, no, it's actually it's, just straight it's, bad. It's, and I still think the worst Spider-Man movie is The Amazing Spider-Man 2. It's worse than 3. The second one where they, they completely waste fucking uh, Giamonti as Rhino oh, and, then it has, and Jamie Foxx as Shocker. And they end on a cliffhanger. I didn't see it's the movie, so... but remember our pillar of value at Riverdale? Yeah. It was spoiled for me because we had it on Blu-ray and I saw... <laughs> a pillar yeah, of saw... value. There's no value in that movie, dude. <laughs> I saw, I saw what's-her-face Gwen Stacy uh, get her neck snapped. Uh, I remember people were like pissed her. about that. I'm like, that's how she dies. But that's, and I was that, just like, true. I was just like, oh, that's that's so, what happens. And I was just like, okay, like so, I don't need to see it. Anymore. I actually, I like the first Amazing Spider-Man a lot. It's a good Andrew Garfield. Here's fine. the thing with the original Spider-Man series, I'm not that big of a fan. Of I love that. them. I love that, that first. for me. After, for the first after two, were, the Tom Holland stuff. Sure, it's top, so different. Just, no, no, I'm saying just Homecoming and Far From Home are just so fucking. Well, they're good. They're man. better movies. But the thing I love about the Tobey Maguire ones is, first off, it's Sam Raimi who I fucking love as a director. He did Evil Dead, Army of Darkness. Okay. He embraced. Spider-Man. He embraced the campiness of Spider-Man. It was super campy and like it, it felt was, like a comic book. I, I, I do remember it as was, a kid when when the fucking when uh when uh, Green Goblin is attacking the parade or whatever yeah, and he's running so and, he's, and, he, and, he, and he rips the shirt off to see the Spider-Man yeah. logo as a kid. It's, fucking am. Oh, dude, it's I know. I was mostly mad. 
interrupted the Macy Gray concert. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, it's dude, almost Macy like. Macy Gray? Yeah, dude. One, I tried it. One is so. almost like a character study. Yeah, it's, it's, a, like, it's a great it's, origin story. It's not, yeah, it it's like, it's like, you remember all of it and it's bad. Like, Bone saw his it's first great. fight. It's, remember when he, when he got jerked well, out? You know oh, do, you know why, do you know why they had, it, to, do you know why they had to call him Bone Saw McGraw? No. This is, I don't know. You might know this, actually. Is it Randy Savage, right? Well, it's Randy Savage playing him, but in the comic, the character that it's a wrestler is Bone Saw Hogan. Okay. And Macho Man was like, I'm not playing Hulk Hogan. Because they, <laughs> oh, yeah, they, they, they hated each other. They yeah, hated yeah, each yeah. other. Like the hate was still yeah, a thing. They, oh, it was still a thing. That far late in life. Yeah, it was, a, it, was a thing, it was a thing up I until like. He was sleeping with Elizabeth. <laughs> Elizabeth. He was so <laughs> Macho Man in that. Like, oh, yeah, I got you for 15 minutes uh, yeah. later. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, it's, but the, I can. What still, are you doing up there? I love the second. The second one, Doc Ock, is fucking great. That was just I'll yeah, start I'll, to finish. I'll, I'll good movie. The only part in two that is horrible is the wedding at the end when Kirsten Dunst is running away in the wedding. It was very like like yeah, she's literally trotting out of the wedding. Dude, yeah, it's down it's the past light, the fucking it's, fountain. It's so it's, it's so fucking bright. Yeah. The fucking doves are flying and but shit. Three is, three is just bad. It's Willem Dafoe was just so good. Oh, Willem Dafoe was amazing during three. I Yo, honestly, I was like, honestly, Mary Jane, fuck. Off like that's, yeah, that's smile. Split like, up. Like, I'm over like, this. I remember when I was a kid, like when he killed his assistant after he ingested the shit. What are you freaked me the fuck out. She eats what is that? rocks and sticks. Oh, she'll eat whatever the fuck she can find. Um, Thank you, Bob. Oh God, what the fuck? Was oh man, she hey. tore whatever that was. It's gone. Yeah. yeah, just kick it back with your shoe. I mean, she'll be able to just pick it up. Fine. Whatever. Um, all right. So this week, what did I watch? Um, I watched that uh, that new Seth Rogen movie on HBO Max, an American Pickle. Is it good? It's, it looks. Cool. It's really funny. So it's another one. He plays dual roles. He plays a guy that um, he. It was in 1919. He's actually Shiv from Succession is in it. He's his wife. He works at a pickle factory. He accidentally falls into a pickle vat that ends up getting sealed. Does he become Sh- a Joker? Well, yeah, kinda. No, he gets stuck in the pickle vat and then he gets taken out of it in present day, right? So he survived in the pickle vat. In the pickle vat for how long? How many years? From 2019 to 2020. He he got got Brian for 1919 for 100 years. 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 What is this, Avatar? Exactly. So he comes back in present day. Everything's changed. He has one living relative, his great-grandson, who is also played by Seth Rogen. Nice. Okay. Oh, you you told me about this. Sorry for Dude, he has some lines in it. Like, he sounds like Borat. He, like, wants to fight people. He goes, oh, you get away or I'll do great violence on you. (laughs) It was really funny. Like, it didn't have its moment where it was like over the top funny it's more it's kind of like a dramedy kind of thing but there were some real laugh out loud parts to it um i watched one that is going to be coming up for you soon i actually asked you about it um with george clooney called michael clayton that got all kinds of oscar nominations um george clooney tilda swinton is in it she won best supporting actress for it fucking great great fucking movie um josh i'm re-watching the boys in anticipation of season two with the landlord when Um, does it come out September 4th. Um, so this is like it. optimal time to watch it. Wait, what season comes out? Season 2 comes out September 4th. And how long is the first season? Eight episodes. Hour long, eight uh, episodes. I've been looking for something Dude, else to watch. Dude, it's so good. So, well, also because I'm, I'm kind of... See, here's the thing. I, we talked about this. Yeah. I'm not a show guy. In yeah, sure, sure. I'm already bored with Peaky Blinders. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm in Peaky season Blinders three. has it like... Was, it was... But to Micah the other day, I came over and he was watching and he's like, do you remember what's happening? It was mid-season one somewhere. It's not super memorable. And I was like, honestly, like, like a lot of the moments 
sense. Yeah, like you you like it because it's fine. It's back in the day, hundred years. Like it's, it's like UK mafia C- stuff. Cillian but Murphy just, is fantastic. He's great in it. Episode to episode, there's cool moments. I like the one brother more. Loose, Arthur, Arthur, I like oh, the most. because he's fucking nuts. He's crazy. Arthur's cool. There's he's another great. brother that Tom comes Hardy in. when there's, he comes in. He's Tom great. Hardy's cool. I actually don't Wait, like his uh, his accent. How oh, he, it's how he like did it. It's kind of like, over the top. But not like it's just it's the same thing. Like I'll binge the show. I get super into it, and then about halfway through, I'm like, whatever, dude. What am I even watching? So I was happy. Like I, the landlord's like, we need something to watch. I'm like, all right, try out the boys. And she could be very hit or miss with the the superhero, superhero stuff. Although she just loved all the MCU stuff, she loves the finish? boys. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we finished everything. We skipped over a couple, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she loves the boys. Like we're on the last episode tonight. Um, I watched the master the other night. Yeah, um, which that. I'm always down to watch. I watched Knowing after you talk about Knowing. Oh, knowing, fact. Knowing, how, knowing, 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 knowing knowing's all, have you seen Knowing, Josh? You would like Knowing. When it, it was came. good. It's cool. a good it disaster good. movie. I even got Nick to watch it. He got like he got home like six. It has one of the great plane crash scenes ever. That scene is horrific. It's brutal, dude. I remember I I, I saw that in the theater not knowing what I was going to go see. But because they used to do a free movie Tuesday. Yeah, hell yeah. So I I went every fucking Tuesday. And and sometimes the movie you wanted to see was sold out. And then you end up up seeing Norbit. Or Cloudy (laughs) with a Chance of Meatballs. The one time, the one time we went to go see, uh, I, the one time I got stuck seeing something I didn't want to see, and it ended up being good. Uh, it was like the last Final Destination movie. I was like, this is actually really good because they got really the bad for a while. See, it was actually awesome. See, that was me too. I forget. Yeah, what but movie it was we a cliffhanger go ending. No, it wasn't. It I, was, yeah. I forget the last what movie. One? No, it wasn't. Yeah. I forget what movie yeah. we're gonna Let go Taylor see. Say this. <laughs> I forget what movie we were, we were gonna go see. Me and my buddy Chris, but like we got, we finished with that movie. We we're like, eh, fuck this. Let's go see another one. So we sneak into the theater, and it's the first time I ever saw National Treasure. I loved that ever since. Oh, it's great. I couldn't even tell you what Wait, the other movie went to I need to argue was. with you. How is the last Final Destination a cliffhanger? Huh? It ends as a cliffhanger. I don't quite remember. The ending... Uh, do, hey, you, what does that uh, mean? Josh, I literally Josh. watched it like two months ago. Josh, did you see the last Final Destination? No. Okay, so the last Final Destination... The first, um, the first one's great. The no, second, just, one's, the second one's really good. Then they start getting a little hokey. The last one, the whole movie, you know, crazy shit's happening. Um, I think it was the bridge collapse in that one uh, was the, the last one. The bridge collapse. The, 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 the last one had that... Towards the end, it had the, the dentist scene. Yeah, and it had, like, the, it had the great scene, out the, the chick time. with the, the the gymnast that ended up folding like a pretzel. But the ending yes. of the movie, they're the like, car wash, they, the car they, wash they, they think they survive, and they're on a plane, and it turns out the ending is the beginning of the very first movie. So there's no cliffhanger. It's literally, they end up dying in oh, the plane fuck. crash, just like every Final Destination ends, they all end up dying anyway. Oh, fuck. That was I a, missed that. That was a, dude, that's the ending you of the said movie. You watched it two so months like, ago. How did you miss and it? And then like, when I watch it again, like you notice little things, it takes place during the 90s. The ending of the movie is the beginning of the first one. Like, that's a great fucking ending for a series that got really stale. I take that back. <laughs> <That's> t- <laughs> Touche. Um, all right. So let's see what we got next. Um, Touche. All right. Canceled this week, or guys. Uh, um, nice. Who got canceled? Uh, I like that Ellen got canceled. Uh, Ellen also. got canceled. <laughs> um, I did see something that pissed me off with her whole thing being canceled. Someone posted an article that she fat shamed an 11 year old boy in the 70s. Who did? Ellen. Who in oh. the 70s? Wasn't she a kid in the oh, 70s? She, yeah, in the 70s. yeah, exactly. First off, there was no such thing as fat shaming back then. It they didn't exist. If you were fat, you were an old king. Yeah. If you were an old <laughs> king. <laughs> That's fucking so stupid. Obesity wasn't invented right. until the 80s. So the yeah, first facts. thing that's canceled is, I don't know if you guys have seen this about the uh, one of the Trolls World, world Toy world Tour Toys that was going around. And this is, this is given so much what ammo. What color was it? It's a troll. I don't know. Do they come in different colors besides their hair? I don't fucking know. So, so wait. It so just th- goes, what color is it? 
We don't see color, Bob. I know, but somebody did, I guess. Wait, so here, here's what happened. So this is giving ammo to the fucking QAnon freaks we've been talking about. Okay. So the troll doll has a button on the bottom of it, right in its private area, that when it sits down, it's supposed to, like, giggle. But if you just take it off its clothes and you poke it, it people are saying it's giving kids the idea that being poked there is fun, and it's it's um, uh, programming them or training them uh-huh, to uh-huh. enjoy having that done to them. All right, here's a good one for They're you. Not How about wrong. this? They listen. If you look at it like that, sure, you fucking freaks. Why are you undressing the troll doll? Stupid. No, not. So, <laughs> so wait. Let me explain. Go ahead, no, for the, the thought. What the are we gonna say? The presumption is correct. The presumption no. is fun to be put what? there. Did you know that the trolls movies are based on the trolls toys? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I had no idea. Wait, what do you mean the trolls toy? Wait, wait. Like the troll the dolls. Trolls from the what 90s. What he's talking like about now? No, I, I know what he's talking about now. I'm saying like like the original troll dolls. Like it's, with the. Yeah, that's what the movies are about. Trolls World Tour is about that. I've never. I've never seen. So I, I mean, they really? created a story because the dolls are just fucking dolls. They made a, an emoji movie. They can make a movie. I was confused because I thought you were talking about the movie money. Trolls no, World no. Tour. Yeah. <laughs> no, the movie. I'm talking. That's Trozy. what I'm talking about. I'm picking up where you're putting. But they, there's a toy from the movie. Yeah. No. 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 I get. What, oh. Okay. So the movie <laughs> that's based off a toy had a toy spun yes, off yes, in the movie. There you yes, go. There you yes. go. It's like how chickens. What do you are mean the battery's dead? Dinosaurs and we kill the chickens and turn them into dino nuggets. Wait. It's like you're treatment about gorgonzola cheese, but it's clearly. Time, baby. Um, Seven so, minutes. So th- this toy, people are freaking out about. Hasbro already put a, pulled it off the shelves, and it reminded me of. Um, do you guys remember Teletubbies? Yes, yeah. of course we remember Teletubbies. You poked them. So yeah, they, poke, they you squeezed each them other and they in made the them. Ass or something. Uh, no, that's um, training children again. <laughs> um, so my sister had all the Teletubby toys, and when you squeezed them, they did their like noises. Okay. And there was one of uh, the red one, Poe. And when, you know the names? I do. I, I don't know I, the I names. Had, I, had, I don't know which. I had a younger which. sister. I had a younger sister. So I watched it religiously. Okay. Um, you were poking your sister in funny spots. That's a difference. Real nice. So, that's so not true. The one. I, Thank it, you. T- okay, you were. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm beating him up, and then you defend him. So, what do you think I'm gonna do? You should know me by now, you molesters. Um, so, the one doll. <laughs> Where's the bell? It's right here. Where? Here. <laughs> so the one doll, I guess it rode a scooter, and it made a noise when it did this. And what it did, I, I guess I can say this, uh-huh. um, or Josh could play the sound clip so I can't get in trouble for saying it. You'd squeeze it, and it went, faggot, 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 faggot. Faggot, faggot, la la la. <laughs> this doll, I'm not, Josh, pull up the video, please. And if you're, make sure you're plugged in this time. Oh, you just did, obviously. Um, look up, um, just make, tel- sure you, make sure you don't edit it out. I'm not kidding you that this doll said this. And my mom was like, I think this doll is saying. Yeah, favor. Yes, yes. Yeah, I a favor, favor. <laughs> so um, eventually they sent like recalls out and we had to send it back and they put a new voice box in it. Um, but the video just throw it out and give you a new one? Th- that's probably what they did. Okay. It would have been weird it was, if it, it came was, back it with was, the same cum stain it on was like, it. It was yeah. like with the. Like with the <laughs> so as you all know, this all right. is Poe. He's a Fast forward. I don't need to hear this fruit. It's only 33 seconds. Okay. I like but this Poe is special because he's How special. He is he? Just listen. <laughs> Yeah, he wants to hug you. Uh oh. Yep. This is a prototype. It's coming. Or an accident. Uh oh. Ready for this? Are you ready for this crap? Yeah, say that to your mom. <laughs> you know, right. so I I I thought the initial was like, all right, you're making shit up. No, dude, the, my sister this, had it. I was mad the, when mom sent it back. I thought this was like the Laurel shit again. Maybe you're saying maggot. And no. Then, <laughs> 
Oh my god, it was saying MAGA. <laughs> MAGA. Dude, I, I wish I was making that up. I was so mad when my mom sent it back because I was uh, all my friends. We were like, ha ha ha. <laughs> I, I still remember the order of Poe saying that from doing it so much. Wow. Um. So yeah, that's canceled. Trolls World Tour or Hasbro's canceled. I guess that's cool. Uh, Marty Jannetty is canceled. So Bob, I don't know himself, who that is. Dude. Baseball? I, no, I'm gonna tell you the legend of Marty Jannetty. Marty Jannetty was a wrestler from the early '90s. Okay. He was part of a tag team called the Rockers with a guy who eventually became maybe the greatest wrestler of all time, Shawn Michaels. Okay. Shawn, after their tag team split up, Shawn Michaels went on to become the greatest of all time, and Marty Jannetty became a raging alcoholic, drug addict. Just everything wrong with him. And he decided to go on Facebook the other day. Oh, boy. And um, post Facebook's a never a good idea. Especially when you're a drug addict. And he posted a confessional. I oh, never took. Oh, by, by the way, a few years back, he found out he had a daughter he didn't know about, and he was talking about how hot she is, and was I put up a poll. As he found out, like he, like, he, he found said, out, "Hey guys, like, I have a daughter. Look at her, she's hot." And then he posted a poll if he should have sex with her. <laughs> oh, he's sick. Yeah, so here, yeah, he's sick, here's, dude. here's his post. I never told no one this, even my brother Gino, because Gino would have killed him, and I didn't want my brother gone. Hell, he'd only recently came home from Vietnam. I was 13, working at Victory Bowling, Victory Lanes Bowling Alley, buying weed from a favor that works there. Favor is severing nice in the, yeah, yeah. the bad word for gay people. He put his hands on me, and he dragged me around in the back of the building. You already know what he was going to try to do. That was the very first time I made a man disappear. They never found him. They should have looked in the Chachachui River. But Winnie, the girl in these pics, I likes you so damn much. Probably my favorite. But I promised myself way back then, nobody would ever hurt me again. That includes you. I loved you, but you hurt me with your fucking Jamaican jealousy. You can go your own way. I don't need you. All right, so what's the more shocking revelation here? That he admitted to a murder murdering a man. At 13. Or that he said it wasn't. It was the first time he made someone disappear, implying that he's made multiple people disappear. disappear. There's a lot of bad things you could be in this world, and probably the worst is a, a wrestler that doesn't have anything going for him anymore because they seem to have nothing in life. They they die. They murder people. They want to have sex with their daughter. Um, yeah, Taylor, comment. Uh, what? <laughs> when like, you read that, like, word. like I just don't understand. Like what? I mean. And you know what sucks too is because like knowing the business and like we all know the business well enough yeah. know, that like it's vile. Th these guys don't get taken care of. They're on the road three hundred nights a year. You know, it, sure. these guys really beat the shit out of each other real Absolutely. bad sometimes. And to see some of these guys just fall that far, it is sad. But reading that post, I had no fucking idea what he was saying, and I did honestly laugh out loud. Oh, dude, I like, was fucking crying. And that's one of those things. That's one of the 99.9% .9 reasons why I fucking got rid of Facebook. Because <laughs> it's a goddamn cesspool of nonsense. Trump but it's this, really, good, it's really good for political like, stuff, guys. It's fucking awful. Everyone on Facebook is a political advisor or an economic savant. Fuck off. You're not. And Marty Jannetty, you probably should have banged your daughter because... It would have worked out better than his you life could have changed. And this guy disappeared. Yeah, maybe you would have stayed quiet. Yeah, about murder. Maybe you would have stayed quiet. <laughs> would you rather admit to banging the daughter you didn't know you had? It's like, kind of like Joe Dirt when he thought he banged his sister. You're my sister. Yeah, you're my sister. You're my sister. <laughs> I really enjoyed his Fleetwood, Fleetwood Mac reference. Wait, what, what? What? Just say oh it. My God, cross your legs again. Okay. You got your fucking whole taint in the picture. <laughs> Good. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Who, who's taint? You're. <laughs> 
his taint was out. Ew. Yeah, look, I'll show you. Oh wait, like my sack yeah, is on display? Out. No, but like almost. Oh, dude, that would have been great. Like you posted. Almost it. doesn't count. You could uh, green screen my balls out. Almost always counts. In that's pretty. That's fine. It's a nice taint. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. All right. So what else is canceled this week? <laughs> this one bothers me the most. Oh, is um, a classic film. A very classic film. Casablanca. From, from one of our favorite, maybe the biggest star in film history. The Mummy Returns. Who's De Niro? Kindergarten Cop starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Good, because has it sucks. Been canceled. It doesn't suck. It doesn't suck. It's a great movie. It's a great family film. Um, Kids need to see that. But it, so basically, For what reason? Huh? Because they really grow good, up the it, way they grow the, up now. The, the best part of that whole movie coddled. is when he looks at the kid, he goes, who is your daddy and what is he? Put the cookie th- down now. That's Jingle All the Way. That's stupid. <laughs> I'd rather watch Last Action than Kindergarten Cop. I would too, but Kindergarten Cop is awesome. I, I, it's not one I ever want to like put on, but if it's on, I'll watch Junior. I'll watch fucking Twins. Like that. That needs to be on when you're at like your rogue family member. Yeah, house. it's fine. There's yeah, some really funny fine. parts in it. I just don't go. It, uh, yeah, you go fishing with him every weekend instead. What? Just would my, you rather? What, would you what, rather watch? Would you rather watch Kindergarten Cop or listen to politics? I'd rather go fishing and just drone it out. <laughs> what if it's raining? Oh, that, that just didn't Watch go. Kindergarten Cop. I left. <laughs> All right. So Kindergarten Kendall Cop was left. supposed to be playing at a drive-in theater in Portland. Okay. Now, Portland has been probably the biggest hot spot of all the protests, the ant- uh, the, the fun Do you have water stuff. inside, by the way? Uh, there's water bottles right behind Josh. Oh, Josh. Can I- um, so it, then someone posts this article about how Kindergarten Cop is a dangerous movie because Why? it's showing the, the pipeline of school-to-prison system by putting a cop in there and by the cop being nice to the kids. Can we talk? Oh, about, I, I see what you're saying. Can we That's talk silly. about all time reaches? First off, and the cop is bad. Let's Why? just say it. He's, right? what? he's Caucasian. He's Caucasian, and he's also he's an immigrant. He's Although, a Caucasian it's, immigrant. It's that classic, right? Patri- Patri- the classic Patrice bit. Arnold Schwarzenegger with his thick Austrian accent always has names like John Kimball. <laughs> it's not his name. <laughs> his, his name is Dave fair Roberts. Point. Yeah. Fair point. But so. They wrote this whole fucking article. The premise of the movie is that he's in there to protect a kid from his father that is getting out of prison and wants to kidnap the kid and kill the mother. Mm-hmm. How is that showing cops in a bad light in any sense? But they're saying it's nurturing to them to think that cops are on their side. Shut the fuck up. So it's 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 that disgusting. cops are on the kid's side. Yes, no, yeah. no, no, it's listen, they are. all they're doing is trying to put the kids listen, in prison is what they're saying. It, it's it's the same shit as like listen, the the, the buddy cop film, it's dead. No, oh, it's it, completely it's, dead. It's, it's completely dead. Anything showing cops in a positive light is completely dead. You know, and it's and it's terrible and I hate saying it because Brooklyn Nine Nine is one of my favorite shows. Especially is with Terry's Academy dead? Police Academy's been dead for thirty years, dude. And like it's been dead it, for a very long time. Yes. And it should have been dead after like three. Yeah, what they make five or six of those like fucking seven things? of them. It was so stupid. The first three um, were great. Well, uh, it's, uh, what did someone say? I forget what movie it's from. He goes, "How'd you learn how to speak English?" Well, I watched the Police Academy movies. Yeah, yeah, dude. I what movie it was from. Um, oh no, Wayne's World. Wait, the, Wayne's police, Ro- the Police Academy <laughs> movies. But, uh, <laughs> but the, the like I said, just the whole thing of showcasing cops in a positive light is at the moment is dead. I'm sure that'll come back around sure. because people are gonna realize, you know, like when listen, at one point we you know, we ebb and flow in life. Well it's well because everyone's like, you know, defund the police, do As this. The, what, and I, I don't wanna make I don't wanna make it that conversation because I fucking can't stand sure. shit like that. But that's just Believe the truth as far as like movies like this. Well, like listen, I know I might not like kindergarten cop. 
and I really, I, I, it's not like I dislike it. I generally do not like the movie. You don't like I, family films. I, yeah, because I, that's like, well, I don't want to sit down and watch them. I don't well, what about when you have kids? You're going to have to watch Mrs. Doubtfire. Well, that's, that's, that's a 80 completely. times. Yeah, Miss Matilda, you're going to have to watch over and over again. I'd rather watch Matilda than Mrs. Doubtfire. Matilda fucking oh. rules. I, but I love Mrs. She Doubtfire. Does, but... It's actually the anniversary. I don't, like Mrs. I don't like Mrs. Doubtfire at all. That's, that's amazing. That's like considered like so, okay, so, Robin Williams' best movie. So here you go. Great I, I've, I've literally, I've had this thought a bunch of times, not mean to steer the conversation, but like what's like what's like something that's genuinely loved throughout every medium that you just not despise but you like you don't like and for me Pink my Floyd. my biggest one that's a good one and like uh, I like them but my, that's good that's fine my, my biggest one is I can't stand Ferris Bueller's Day Off I, I love Ferris Bueller I think it's, it's fine stinks. how do you how do you sit? you don't like the Breakfast Club either no that's not true at all I love the you Breakfast had it like a two on your fucking pl- a letterbox I seen it where. On your letterbox, <laughs> pull it up right now. Seen it. Mine was down the other day. I don't. Th- I, I. I don't see that. Happening. I check your guys because I need to see. Like you guys don't. I, I haven't I, used it in months. You need, yeah, I, 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 I gave like up. You pay for the pro and, and you haven't used it in months. I like extra charges. It was one <laughs> annual charge. Remember, we all found out it because we all did his profile one day. And it says, "Why did it say letterbox pro?" I was like, "What the fuck?" He gets one. I've reviewed like three thousand movies on there. <laughs> and the reason why you did it was because you wanted to change your name. Yeah. <laughs> Just says Bob. You guys didn't have. <laughs> The last review, I was looking at Bob's the other day. The last one he has was st- about 2001 A Space Odyssey. What did I say? Uh, hold uh, on. I'm, I'm going to look it up right Please. now. Please. <laughs> I, I think it, it might have been another one of the, like, the, it could have been Fast Time. It was one of those movies from the, like, that genre I watched of, it. of the Brass Pack. Time's it could have could have been 2001. I feel it, like well, no, was 2001 was your last one. Pieces of And it was like work. Kubrick was baked. <laughs> it was yeah, oh, like he that. was. <laughs> Wait, what was the movie I'm looking up for? Uh, Breakfast Club. No, 2001. Oh, 2001. I don't know if I remember. Josh, how did you like 2001? Uh, yeah, it was all right. Oh. <laughs> Just you know, hold on, wait, let go me watch Fast Five, jerk off. I will. <laughs> That's the best one. No, it's not. I li- you're right. There's too no fast, such. There's no such the thing as best on any of those. I like nah, Too Fast, Too Furious. Nah, it's the, the most entertaining. I rated this film five stars. Jerk off. Okay, it was a different one from the Brad actually, Pack. Maybe actually, it was. He just changed it. Fast I agree. I didn't just fucking. No, Bob said he saw you do it. Six. Which one was six? Yeah, Bob. No side combos. Yeah, yeah. Six was the one where he drives the car. No, we're not doing this. No, stop it, guys. Let's take a vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's take that a vote. A good one. We're putting um, uh, a veto on any Fast and the Furious talk going forward on this show unless we're bashing it. Okay, fair. Agreed. Okay, voted two to one. I'm uh, not running. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. You a cop? Shut up. Um, what's it? Uh, so uh, the medium you're talking about, uh, things that are like <laughs> so universally it, it, loved. It, it could be anything. For me, my big one is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I love off. Ferris Bueller. And I, mean, big, I grew up with it. But. And, and I'm going to piss everyone off right now. And I hate, I think Big Macs are stupid. That's just me. You're stupid, Yeah, man. Big Macs are great. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. What do you, well, what do you, you, have you had the double Big Mac yet? he doesn't like the fucking McRib. No, uh, I, don't, I don't like the <laughs> don't McRib, Don't talk actually. shit about McRib. I don't like How the McRib. How dare you? I'm, I, I I'll eat it. We know, Josh. It single-handedly puts the on you. Dude, the day when they brought it back, he comes into work with four of them, yeah. right? Yeah. He eats two, and I'm like, "What are you having those?" He goes, "The morning." Soon. He goes, "No." He goes, "The morning meeting." <laughs> we come in at 7 a.m. Motherfucker is eating his fucking McRibs at 7 a.m. That was I'm like, awesome. literally, everyone brought him bagels and donuts, and this motherfucker has oh fucking barbecue sauce. Was that a chalk talk? He's at a chalk talk one morning. He's got a mouthful of McRib. I'm like, we got the fucking bagels and everything. Yes. And he's got barbecue sauce on his face, and he got a bagel oh, too. You're sick, and I respect you for it. All right, Bob. 
What's something that like everyone loves that you're not a big fan of? <laughs> um, I can't think of something right now, so the I'll talk is. about the ten-year troll Goonies. that oh. I played on Micah about uh, <laughs> never seeing Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> I had him convinced, had him convinced, convinced. And, and that I didn't watch it because it was stupid, and Tom Hanks was stupid. Actually, I remember you telling me about this one day because on a Rogue Monday, you told me to get into an argument with you about Forrest Gump and how you would call it stupid, and I had to argue why it was good. And Micah just sat there, fucking sulking, like pissed <laughs> off at you. <laughs> and every time I like had a point, he's like, "Yeah, you fucking asshole, it's great." <laughs> I have no problem. I don't remember that when I you know finally because, gave in because because it's uh, I was pretty good. You had like I was. Thoroughly well, convinced. He would he would say all the lines, you know the the thirteen Life is like a box, peppers, of the box of chocolates, and I'd look at him like mm, I don't know. I don't <laughs> <laughs> Dude, people that have never seen good. the movie know that. Fact. <laughs> you like never um, heard of it. What else? What else do I? Hate? I don't like the Goonies. I'm, I'm very much like? on board with the Goonies. Is it, it's it's iconic. It's a, a template for that thing kind of movie going mm-hmm. forward. Oh oh, I don't like the Beatles. Yeah. Oh me facts. too. That was gonna be mine. Oh nice. I'm sorry. Right, I so stole here's my it. thing with the Beatles. I don't. Hate the Beatles, but I definitely don't like them. I had respect for them. I had every album downloaded on iTunes. Yeah, back yeah, same. Back like, there's a couple of stuff like that. that I'll listen to. Like, I'll listen to Hey Jude and I'll listen to Let It Be. But like, uh, yeah, that's what's much the one it. I like? That's uh, that's Eleanor Rigby. Yeah, fact. See, <laughs> I don't even know the one that I like. Yeah. you know the one that I, I like. do like. The fact that Paul McCartney is dead. Yeah, Me too. I, yes. I agree with that. I, I, I like the fact that they covered it up and were able to continue being successful despite yeah. him. And being not dead. only that, they that they disprove it, but they also leave the little hints. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the beards. Like, why would they all of a sudden grow beards in the middle of the seventies? The cover of like anybody else. The cover of Abbey Road. Back. Why would he? Why would he be? Why would he, why would he be barefoot? Look at yeah. the look, dude. Yeah. All, all their feet are going in the dude, same direction, the gra- except the gra- for the except gra- for fall. The yeah. grave digger, the griever, and the priest. You're right. Mm-hmm. Cool. Taylor, comment. I just tweeted my comment. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. He's dead, dude. I got an A on the paper. <laughs> And if he got an F, it would have been, he would be uh, alive, right? I guess. Yeah, so the A proves it. Yeah. Um, Josh, uh, you said the Beatles, so you're both yep. in there at the Beatles. That's um, cool. Let's talk about the Matrix, guys. All right. Uh, I was going to watch Reloaded the other day, and I... It's oh, about, you should. I went you got to talk Troy. about how... Uh, you got you to specifically listen for the bowling ball sound. Yeah. When, when the, you know, the, 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 the Smith Smiths fight. down. You have to talk about how AJ gave <laughs> oh, it to fact, his mom for... Fact. I'm sorry yeah. for yelling again. <laughs> fact. Like, yeah. the, like the pins. Yeah. Uh, AJ gave his mom for uh, for his, her birthday the Matrix on DVD. So <laughs> she looks so at it, puts good. it down. Oh, what does Tony say? And he's like, then he grabs it and they're like, we're gonna go watch it. Real thoughtful. Yeah. yeah real Tony thoughtful. says something. Fucking and then the part that's great after opens is it. Meadow gives her the. We were talking about this before. Meadow gives her. Uh, she's like gift certificates for a spa day and massage uh, for the two of us. She's like, yeah, I put it on your Amex. Yeah. And the scene's <laughs> over. Um, so okay, so the Matrix was in the news this past week. Um, I think it was Laura. Wachowski, uh, one of the Wachowski sisters, talked about how the Matrix is um, a trans message. It's about how you discover something that you're not, that you kind of knew you were the whole time. Okay. Neo is kind of like this name that could be guy, girl, whatever. Okay. Um, that gender that neutral. Agent Smith, gender Agent Smith and the agents represent transphobia. I saw the article. First off, I said, I don't give a shit. Second off, I said, okay, I could see that interpretation of it. That movie has also been interpreted as an alt-right kind of thing. Yeah, the red right. pill, blue pill. It's um, There's also apparently one of the things, in the, I read this whole thing about the trans stories, 
that the hormone pills they give the girls uh, when they, or girls or guys when they transition. I guess red is for boys if they're becoming a girl and blue. It's like a legitimate thing. And I saw it and people are so up in arms. Oh, I hate the Matrix now. It's like it's the same fucking movie. And if they really were trans this whole time, which, you know, they likely were, whatever there were. It wasn't this like accepted thing back in 1999. They were, they were in tubes. Correct. Their entire lives. It didn't matter what sex they were. And so I just, people that were actually like upset by this, I'm like, guys, you need something else. To grow up. Right, facts, to grow up. But uh, I did have one little concern here then is, is the next movie, the one they're making, going to go all in on it? Because we know. Heavy handed. So, because I know the character character in the first one, Switch, the girl with the short hair, you know, she kind of looks like a lesbian, right? Is that her name? Yeah, Switch wasn't her name. Switch Switch was her name, right? The blonde hair, short blonde hair, Switch. Oh, that girl. Um, In the original script, when she went into the, when she plugged into the Matrix, she was a guy. So they had that already in the earlier script. So now I'm wondering because they brought back both Carrie Ann Moss and Keanu Reeves. If well, Keanu plugs into the Matrix, is he going to be Carrie Ann Moss? Are they going to get that heavy handed with it? Like Friday, uh, Freaky Friday? No, I don't. I don't. I don't Stupid. Uh, no. Like why, seventeen why, again, dude. Why? Yeah. Do, why, why do you do that? <laughs> like Freaky Friday. <laughs> so I don't think that'll happen because I think that people even saw scenes of them filming and it was both of them fighting at the same time. But I would guess that this going to be if that's really what it's about. Who gives a shit? Because it's not like shoved down your fucking throat that it's that obvious that it's a the, trans the, the story. The first time I've even heard that argument is literally right now, and it still doesn't sway my. Let's opinion just go back and resimplify. It doesn't even have to sway your opinion. No, it could but, be someone's interpretation no, of what, it. That's all no, it is. What I'm saying is, is that someone will hear that or read that article and, and exactly what you said. I hate the Matrix now. I don't give a shit what, what the different interpretation is. It's a great movie. Is. I enjoy all three of them. Yeah. A lot. So who cares what the message you, is? You, you, have to, you have to officially you can take the interpretation, right? The official statement is that the movie was made as a as a as a coping uh, mechanism of for, sorts. For, for but like but like you take the movie for what it is. Like it was a it was the kid the, the, the dude's in the matrix, he's stuck in the shitty job, he wakes up, he comes out, they're in the fucking ship, the Nebuchadnezzar, the Nebuchadnezzar yeah, gets dude, fucked yo, up. He like, fucking learns kung fu and that's yeah. what the movie's about, is what we saw. Yeah. And, Everything else is and, purely and, interpretation. And, and, yeah, exactly. Right, Every there's a million different movies. So I watch I was saying I watched the master over the weekend and I was doing some the different reading that thing people have written on it. And one of the basic interpretations of it is just the title of the movie. Everyone in life has a master. Joaquin Phoenix is following Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman is doing everything that his wife Amy Adams says in the movie. One of the interpretations they had was specifically about the different types of acting there are in movies. Joaquin Phoenix is this very physical type actor where his body, uh, his posture changes. And the master is one of the great examples of this because you see it throughout the movie. While Philip Seymour, and he's a method actor, Joaquin. Philip Seymour Hoffman is like a classically trained theater actor. He's stoic. He stands tall. It's the exact opposite, and they're bouncing off each other in such a way that they would never be able to do each other's performances specifically. Yeah. That's a really interesting interpretation of what the movie's about, and you could see it that way. Well, I can look at it and be like, yeah, I see that, but I look at it as a very basic movie about um, influence. I mean, you, I mean, just on the, the, uh, the you know, uh, seeing like, like uh, Hoffman's acting style, like the, the best way I can see him doing that, like the one time he didn't really do it was when he played Dusty in Twister. It was completely <laughs> different. Yeah. But like, when he plays, uh, I forget the guy's name in Mission Impossible Three. Yeah, like he's being held against his will. He's being held outside of a plane, and still he's like, "You have a girlfriend? I'm gonna find her." 
<laughs> I'm gonna find her and I'm gonna hurt her yeah. and then I'm gonna kill you in front of her. Then I'm gonna kill her. He says it just like that, like he's talking, like he's yeah. having a normal conversation. Stoic. And at the same time, I'm, I just got chills thinking about it because he's my favorite. Mm -hmm. He's the best villain thing. in the entire. And Philip Seymour Hoffman slowly became one of my favorite actors ever when I saw The Master, and then when he played Lance Bangs in Almost Famous. Oh, he's great, dude. When he played uh, in, no, Boogie Nights, in Boogie Nights. In Boogie Nights, right? No, he's, oh he's fucking God. great. Yo, Boogie Nights was great. Almost fucking, Famous, I don't remember. I'm a fucking idiot. And he, I've never felt so bad for some dude before, yeah. like you know what I mean, like in a movie before because he's like but he has a he wanted a taste of that huge hog. But like yeah, he, dude. But like he wanted like he just I did know, too. <laughs> he <laughs> took a chance like that's such a that's such a relatable experience like you like sure. you, know, you take a chance with someone that you like blew it blew he's it, one it, of the, blew he's, it up. He's yeah. one of the best actors ever, and he's so good in the Master Joaquin. Is so, that is my favorite Paul Thomas Anderson movie. I mean, he's got Boogie Nights. Inherent Vice, which is fucking incredible. If you haven't seen Inherent no. Vice, that's Joaquin Phoenix too. Okay, that's a fucking incredible movie. So he, he he was yelling at me before he gave me. The, so every 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 couple of days, he'll ask me. He asked me a bunch of movies, right? Mm -hmm. And he literally goes before I even had a chance to answer. He goes adaptation, all these other movies, and he goes, if you haven't fucking seen Eternal Sunshine, I'm gonna yell at you. So you are already ready to yell at me if I yeah seen yeah a movie. correct. And you probably haven't seen Eternal Sunshine. No way. Oh, dude, it's so good. It, Eternal it, it, Sunshine it, is Jim Carrey's best movie. Yes, it's one. Best it's movie. it's okay. one of the few times. Like a comedic actor did like a very very stern it's, role okay. like that. Serious. Like that he can be a good actor when he wants to pick Except a good movie. The number twenty three. It's horrendous. Mr. Popper's Penguins. Oh my god! Awful. But like those are just bad movies. Dumb and Dumber two. <sighs> but like Man on the Moon, he's the really good one. in Truman Show. Um, Truman Show, he's great in. I mean, the best comedic, the best comedic actor that became a great dramatic actor of all time is Robin Williams. It's not yes. even up for debate. Well, I mean, uh, uh, Dead Poet Society. Dead Poet. I mean, he won an Oscar for Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. He was. I mean, it's countless with him. He became like this amazing, amazing actor. Well, he um, studied at Juilliard and shit. Yeah. Well, there's the, the it's the anniversary of his death today, and um, they announced just the other day that there's a documentary. Do there's a documentary coming out about him about the last like days of his life, which is going to be. Insanely depressing. So, so then I guess on you know, and gonna uh, have to watch it I, yeah. on, on the anniversary. What's your favorite Robin Williams movie? One hour photo. One hour photo. Yeah, one hour photo. Um, there's you a can few. say Aladdin. It's okay. Well, he's great in Aladdin. It's maybe the best voice acting ever. Well, it, it got nominated for a yeah. fucking Oscar. Yeah. I don't know what I'd say my favorite is. There's a few. One Actually, hour photo. Th th it, there's one part in Aladdin when he does a Jack Nicholson impression. Oh, it's great. Even as a kid, I didn't know what it was, and I fucking died laughing. Um, one hour photo is really good. I love him in um, World's Greatest Dad is really good. Uh, I did see that. I, I, I actually really liked Man of the Year when he was running Man for of the president. Year is great. I, like, year. I think I'm going to say Mrs. Doubtfire. He's great in that movie. It's a I know fucking great I movie. I don't like it. It's just um, also. So what was I going to say? Uh, what Dreams May Come is a fucking amazing movie that actually stars Gloria Trillo from um, The Sopranos oh, yeah. as well. Um, she can get it. it she's a, uh, she, she can get uh, it. She, oh, yeah. she got it from Harvey Weinstein, and he ruined her career because oh, nice. she stopped giving it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Josh, what's your favorite Robin Williams? Um, Flubber. Fuck you. <laughs> it's a toys. toss up, dude. Honestly, one of his more underrated and more one toys. of the more well known. Yeah. Uh, it's a toss up oh, no. between Patch Adams. I and fucking hate Patch Adams. Really? I despise that movie. Did you let him finish you every hate fiber it more of than my Simple Why? Jack. It's horrible. Simple it's Jack such, wasn't real. Yeah, Simple Jack wasn't real. I hate it because it's not. It's it's heavy handed Oscar bait shit where it's just intentionally supposed to be this. Like, remember Pay It Forward with Kevin Spacey? That way. And, and, and uh, what's his name? 
uh, Haley Joel Osment. It's one of those ones mm-hmm. that's meant to be like this emotional thing, and it, it. I just I hated everything about it. I hated him in it. I was just talking about it the other day. I at a young age hated that fucking movie. Okay, well I didn't, so that's that's fine. That might cool. be it, or yeah, or, it's your opinion, or man. Jack. That's fine. Jack Amar, you know who directed Jack? No, not no. simple. Do you, Jack, do you want? Jack. Do, yeah. <laughs> Wait, do you know who directed Jack? Not simple. Francis Ford Coppola. <laughs> really? Did he? Francis Ford Coppola directed Jack. Really? That's yeah, dumb. yeah. He also Jack, did. He also, Jack. Thought, he also did t- something I just oh, watched. I like Bicentennial Man. Really? I like that movie. I was surprised. I I didn't like it really? when I was young, I and I rewatched it. it. I'm like, this is actually a decent movie for I what it is. It's never being so long, and then just it's like, definitely uh, long. It's oh, definitely it's about twenty hours. It came out around the same time as a horrendous piece of shit that. Spielberg did called Artificial Intelligence. Oh, artificial that was intelligence. bad. And I, I hate, I resent <laughs> the, Spielberg. The, the meat and potatoes of that movie are so bad. Well, no, the meat and potatoes of that movie should have worked because it was, it was Stanley Kubrick's script. Yeah. And then Steven Spielberg bastardized it. He turned it into fucking Artificial Pinocchio, which I I, I was so, that's a, that one of journey, just That like, movie was the first movie I ever fell asleep in the theater out, and I was in fifth grade. The code gets longer wow. every time he lies. It's so, I'm trying to think, uh, Good Morning Vietnam with Robin Steve. Williams is great. Good Morning Vietnam is one of his best movies. Death to Smoochie. Death to Smoochie is great. That's, Toys. Um, Toys is really good. I, like I love Hook. I fucking love Hook. Hell and yeah. I love Dustin Hoffman as Captain Hook. Have you seen that, Taylor? Hook is Hook. fucking Hook, awesome. Hook was one, another one of those that like just w- seeing it, the commercial, and I was just, nah, I don't like that. Did you ever see it? No. Dude, watch it. It's fucking I, I, awesome. I'll watch it now. Dustin Hoffman as Captain Hook. Bob Hoskins as Schmee. Listen, if you watch it and you don't like it, at least you watched it and you yeah. see it. Like dude, it's, it, that's that. a Spielberg one. It's really... Julia Roberts is in it. Rufio, dude. You need to know Rufio. I don't know. It just Rufio, looked funky. Rufio. It looked dumb. You no, know, dude. Like, it's it's really good. And there's some other like Robin Williams through the years that I'm like totally forgetting that are really good. Uh, I don't know why my mind is slipping me. I mean, he's... RV. No. No, no, but, uh, no. I thought that was World's Greatest Dad. Or is that, is that a No, there's movie? a movie called RV. World's Greatest Dad is really good. Is Depressing. That, uh, that was, yeah, you know, was you know who directed movie. World's Greatest Dad? Who? Bobcat Goldwith from Windy City Heat. Yo, okay, so speaking of what we <laughs> watched, Bobcat Goldwith directed a Bigfoot movie. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, shall, um, it's uh, the, oh my God. Uh, I only heard about it because... No, they, no, it's a found footage movie. It's a really good movie. Well, um, I only heard Shallow about Shallow Creek, Shallow Creek. Because Rob Lowe and Joe Rogan talked about it. I did not get to that yet. That's a good movie. Bobcat's a very good director. Yeah, and uh, Windy City Heat. Let's see. Um, a Kanye update. Uh, Kanye's bid for president. He's already been removed. He's not allowed to run in Illinois anymore unless you write him in. Um, and there's another state he's not writing in because over half the fi- signatures on his ballot to get added were fake. Names like Mickey Mouse were on there. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, Peter Pan. Oh, he he couldn't them. get enough signatures, so he started adding names and thinking they wouldn't notice yeah, this. No, but maybe people would sign it like that, too, because people you sign pin pads for credit cards like that. Oh, that's I guess true. I used vote. to sign as Obi Wan Kenobi for my credit card. See, there you go. Um, but yeah, I liked. I sent you the Kanye tweet the other day. He he was posting like his like new fashion, and then he forgot that he his Google search was up there, and he Googled Kim K flashes nipple. Nice. Is Kim not sending him nudes he, anymore? He had to check on it. See. <laughs> I need to know what's going. I need him to go on Rogan already. I need that interview because yeah. he's wow, going to say some shit right. he shouldn't say. You're right. He. I've been waiting for it for fucking two and a half years. I I want them to both to do shrooms like Rogan and Post Malone did. Yeah. Not Necrogoblicon. So Necrogoblicon, dude. I, I actually <laughs> saw Necrogoblicon live, and whatever picture they pulled up was not the right one. <laughs> I just saw that Post Malone couldn't say Necrogoblicon. <laughs> Kept saying it. <laughs> Rogan was trying to say something, and he looks at him. He's like, "Duh, Necrogoblicon." Necrogoblicon, so, dude. So, so when Bob came over over the uh, over the week, he literally he's like, "Dude, like, 
and we watched the Post Malone stuff. And he goes, there's one part in the Post Malone part where Joe gets so fucking paranoid when he's like, <laughs> he goes, what if there's like an attack on our debit cards? And Joe just goes, what kind of an attack? <laughs> so good. He gets so paranoid. And I, I like. I felt that, man. I, I felt I may, that. I may not like Post paranoia. Malone's music, but he was, fu- that was a funny fucking well, episode. I, that was one of the albums I gave you that was a big surprise that you actually enjoyed. I enjoyed Beer it. Bonds I, didn't, and I, I didn't love it, but I appreciated it. Yeah. Uh, I'm, Yo, I, Hollywood I know, dying I know, is so uh, much better. I know too. I'm complete. I do not like that oh, that that single at all. Oh, what rock star? No, circles. Uh, oh, yeah, it's fine. I don't like it. It's such uh, a. You be talking shit, then I be get it. Yeah. It's, it's just I one of those ones. I, I think the music on circles is all right, but it's just such a generic. It's a radio song. I get it, and that's why. Like the people I know that like it, for the most part, the the pe- most of the people that come to me and say they love that song. I'm like, oh, I. But I know the other music you like too. Yeah, radio right. music. So, yeah, I'm like, all right. So, got me, it. so since we're still kind of in cancel culture, let me ask you something. Because sure. I think last week we talked about Brian Cowan getting canceled. Yes. Did you see his response? Yeah, which so, it was a good response. Response. So, I, I mean, good response so, in, to sexual allegations. So, like, so here's my thing about all this because obviously it's it's a deplorable act. Obviously, whatever ha- whatever happened, whatever did it happen, we really don't know the facts. The only thing I see the difference between like him and Crystalia is that I haven't seen. Granted, I haven't seen it. I don't know. I haven't seen any evidence. Like there were screenshots with the. Sure, it, you know, of I, course, I, it's I, allegations. I, but the thing is, again, I don't want to victim shame, and I don't want to do none of that. But it's it's a sad reality where Callan said it in the video. You're guilty until you're proven innocent. Now, well, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it's it's well, ca- it, to, the truth it, be told, it's kind of always been. I mean, and that, that it's always episode, it's, right. It's always been that Rogan episode. You're guilty until proven innocent in this country. When I, you, I someone gets arrested, you're just kind of like, oh, they did it before anything comes out. Um, and, but this is we were talking mm-hmm. about how the whole the defund the police things happening, and eventually it'll swing back. The pendulum was so far one way when it came to sexual misconduct and how women were treated and not believing them that the uh, the pendulum was so far the other way that that means because it's so far one way the swing the other way means you have you have to believe everyone evidence or not it's your word versus them and in, because this is the natural correction to something that was an unnatural order for so long I sure. agree it, with that, it, right. it sucks it, has it, to it is be, what it is it has to be handled with an extreme and attitude there's been people like Johnny Depp got unfairly accused of things that he didn't do there's been other people that have been accused of things they didn't do and unfortunately once their name is cleared it doesn't get like if you look at you know this is one of my great examples of something like this but so a fake uh, Facebook news article gets shared, right? It's about some political figure, actor um, that people don't tend to like. Let's just say, let's use Hillary Clinton as the example. Sure. But it's not true. And you look at it, and it could be a tweet, a Facebook thing. The retweet on it will be like 28,000 retweets. Which is wild. Then the correction comes out that says it's not true. It's got 4,000 retweets. Because people are going to believe what they want, what fits how they feel. Sure. And if you're very much in the camp of believe all women, you're not going to back up the person and say, we're sorry that we assume and- they did it. If you're in the camp of Trump does everything wrong, you're not going to come out and say, no, that article's not Dude. true. It's just it, people can't get past their confirmation bias, realizing that by doing that, they're getting to the ultimate end game of a better world, which is what you're supposed to want. So th- this this goes into another conversation Rogan had with the CIA agent I told you about, Mike Baker. Mm-hmm. They were talking about, you know, people get their news primarily from the internet now. Yes. As, uh, Twitter, Facebook, mostly social media, 99.9% of it is bullshit. Sure. But 
people don't even read the fine print because sometimes the actual story and the facts the headline read. are in there. They'll read the headline. That's it. And you then at the I bottom, mean? it has a disclaimer. It says, you know, well, this happened, this happened, or a correction. Or, or, or people like reading Onion articles and taking them very seriously when it's clearly bullshit and it's funny. Well, um, Bob did that a few months ago yeah. when um, it said someone got traded to another team. It was like uh, the Saints traded for someone. You're like, yeah. Oh, and you're like, oh, it's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. Because you wanted to believe it, though. I had confirmation yeah. bias. Well, yeah. listen, uh, exactly. Uh, but, the, but that's like same thing. Like I got got for something silly. Like when I thought that Max Holloway pulled out of the fight two days before. I was so mad. I was like, I was, I was, I was in a place like you said that, and I'm in a place that had like really spotty service. Like, fuck, fuck the whole fucking fuck cards canceled. What the fuck? And then I see him like Taylor, you fucking asshole. I got got like 20 minutes later, man. I was so fucking. That was the pissed. first sports but we it, saw. But, but it's this. But it's literally the same thing he was saying. It's confirmation bias. Yeah. I, I think. And, and listen, it, the difference between Delia and Cowan, it's so obvious that Delia was doing what he was doing. Yeah, now. yeah, Obviously, for sure. Hindsight is 2020, and like I said, that that particular clip from him and the fighter and the kid about the. Snapchat stuff was oh, damning was kind of like his just his face was like oh, I fucked up. It was just damning evidence all in and itself. But with this Callan stuff, and again, it's me. There is a tiny bit of bias there because I do like his show. I do like the circle that he's in, and I hate to see something like that happen. With Callan, yeah, with, with Callan, with I, Logan, with I Reicher, wish it, that it, whole circle. It, it, it's so weird saying this because I don't wish any of those allegations happen to any woman. Of course. But why couldn't it be allegations against Brendan Schaub so we could get him out of the world? I, I That guy is the fucking... He's still... He, the guy tested positive for COVID-19. He was very sick, and he's still calling it a hoax. Yeah, I, which is crazy. He's a fucking moron. By the way, did you see Russia's claiming they have a vaccine for COVID-19? Yeah, which is bullshit. Vladimir, okay. I, I wanted to run this hypothetical by you guys. Sure. Okay. So let's say they come out with a COVID-19 vaccine, right? Okay. Will you guys get it? No. Um, I never got the flu shot. So as I never got a flu shot. I, I, I treat, I'm treat. i going to treat this like, like the new iPhones every year. I never get the first batch. You always get the second. Correct. Okay. There's always bugs and something wrong with so the first let me, Okay, let me lay out the hypothetical a little more specific. Josh, would you get it? The COVID. Okay, so let me lay it out a little more no, specific. Right? Okay. Oh, you would? So, oh, yeah. Okay, so the vaccine, the second batch comes along. There, There's no known side effects unless you have underlying conditions kind of thing. And if you get it, you don't have to walk around with the mask anymore. You can go to bars that are opening up. Bars will open to people that got the vaccine. What do you get a card? Um, uh, what was that? What do you get a card? Yeah, you get some kind of verification on it, some kind of government mandated uh, verification. Mm. Would you get it then? No, it sounds. It sounds like okay, East but, and West Germany. But what's wrong with vaccines? Oh, I see. What, I have, see what you just did. I see exactly. They might what you have just early did. side effects that we. They don't might know have about. early side effects, but everything could have side effects. Fucking Benadryl can have a side effect. Dude, at there, are, there, really are, there are commercials on TV for Levitra, and it's like, do not take, or you might so, get anal bleeding. So, so Taylor, you might that, get hemorrhages. In that scenario, would you get the vaccine then? That if you know that it's your insurance covers, you don't have to pay out of pocket for it at all. You can have a return to normal life. No mask. You can go to concerts again. Venues will open up, and you're allowed to go if you prove verification. There's an upload system that. Buy a ticket. How long does the virus or the, the well the vaccine is for? supposed to be perfect? It's vaccines are supposed to be their so, vaccines. Uh, like it, this is like a measles shot. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, correct, like a, correct. Like a, like a, Polio shot. Yeah, yeah. Or so, the fuck they call it the other thing? Scabies. Hepatitis. <laughs> yeah, hepatitis. Yeah, rabies. So, you got to run so for the in, cure. In that situation, would you get it then, Taylor? Yes, Josh. Why? Why not? Because I don't trust that shit, dude. So what do you mean you don't trust listen, it? What's it's not like, it's not, I'm not being anti-vax. I'm not saying that I'm, I'm not, that I'm not saying, but get... what do you mean you don't trust it? I like, because, I like right, proven so listen, vaccines. So listen, 
if you look at the history of vaccines, it takes fucking years sure, to develop this sure. shit. You're going to tell me that they're going to pump out a vaccine that's going to make COVID-19 go away in six months? Fuck off. There, a- I'll be hanging out on the roof of my fucking of my fucking store waiting for the rest of the world to turn into zombies. Fuck that well, shit. Well, you're going to be the not, guys in the fucking well, dawn of the dead. But, okay, yes. but, but hold on, exactly. hold on. I'm not saying that it's, not good. it's something that's coming out in three months. I'm talking about... Because it's not going away anytime soon. It's not. And this winter is going to be really bad when it meshes with fucking the regular flu. I've never gotten a flu va- shot, by the way, myself. I don't I don't believe in flu shots because it's last year's flu. There's a big difference. Yeah, I'm, the same I'm talking way. about in two years when they have been working on this for a while. They're working over the clock. It's a proven thing that they've exposed people that got into it to COVID-19. They did not get it. They had no side effects. And you would get all this stuff that would change your life and be able to go to a return to normalcy. Oh, well, you then that's get, fine. That's what I mean. fucking come out with one next fucking no, month. No, Hell, I, I wouldn't fuck that. No, that's no. why I said not the first batch. Like they're like, hey, we know we fucked up on that first batch, and a bunch more people died, but this batch works, and we can prove it. Yeah, I'm gonna go get one. So you, you sold me on just going to shows again. Yeah, honestly, I mean, like, and, uh, eat in a restaurant. But like, like, it's not—it's not even those things and having social interactions. To be honest with you, it's just being able to go out and do things. I don't have to talk to people every minute of every day. I do going that to anyway, do things without a mask. Work. Like I would like to go into a quick check without a mask on. Yeah, I would like to fucking. I would like to get on a plane and not worry about where. I'm going, having COVID and having the quarantine sure. for two fucking weeks, because like, and it sounds silly, and, and this is part, this is partly me, like you know, like like my, my moments of clarity, like uh, I, I'm fully aware of a super volcano, and I'm fully aware of meteorite that might listen. Everything could solar end, flares, like knowing everything. Yeah. Listen, everything could reality. Ha- everything, we're overdue. Ev- everything could be over tomorrow. Sure. So I want to do as much as I can with whoever I can, and just do everything that I want to do in this life. Yeah, and so he- if a if a tiny little shot, right, will give me an opportunity to go see Valencia again, who have a new album coming out at the end of August, which is fucking amazing. Go see anyone. To go see New Found Glory, to go see Rage Against the Machine, to go see System of a Down. Any of these bands that I absolutely adore, and if I die the very next day, it was worth it to me. Because that's it was worth it to me that's, too. That's that's what I want. <laughs> that's what that's no, what I, I want. No, I get do. what you're you saying. Know what I mean, like, and listen, I want to do what I want to do, and if that means I have to get a shot and I die tomorrow, sure. But and, but you know, again, the hypothetical wasn't like there would be no real side effects. Like just like people that get the flu flu shot every year, you get a, people like I got the flu. No, you didn't. You get a little cold after. You don't actually get the fucking flu from it. That's a fucking myth too. People that are against it, they're like, well, why? So the government can track me again. You have a social security card. You have an iPhone. You have a smart TV. Mine has my view has nothing to do with government tracking or or weird mercury that they're going to inject with me. I just <laughs> I just don't weird trust mercury. that they would make the batch correct. Well, that's why I said the hypothetical. Rounds. That's fair. That's that's why that's I more realistic. Like, if yes. they can actually like show but to the concrete to, evidence to this that it works point again before right, like you can't get different strains of strains of hepatitis. Correct. Or measles. Well, there's or hepatitis A, B, and C. Well, okay, so you just <laughs> yeah, get a shot I know, for that exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right, but yeah, bad no, example. No, measles, mumps, polio. But so 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 are they. Are they going to just include COVID-19, which has multiple strains? We saw strains. We saw it before with regular SARS and whatever else. Well, but how can they vaccinate us for that and then just well, say Well, because they're, they're vaccinating against this specific strain, which acts differently than any other strain, which is why it's been so hard to eradicate. Correct. It also doesn't help that people are fucking stupid about it. And I, I shared this meme on Facebook yesterday or today, Taylor, that you would love. It was the end of Return of the Jedi when um, Luke is taking off Vader's mask. And he's like, Luke, take off my mask. I, um. And he's like, but you'll die. And it says, 
I have rights. <laughs> so, it's, it's, it's actually funny. So I actually I also watched The Big Short this week, and uh, oh, it's so good. And, okay, nice. and, and Brad Pitt's character Ben Rickard, when they go to pick him up in the airport, he and he's cut, wearing one. He's wearing a mask in the escalator. I laughed, bro. He's living in 2020 already. And the first thing I thought of was like, he knew. Dude, yeah. well, Brad I mean, in Japan, they wear masks for the common cold, and it's it's, it's, a, it's a respect. It's thing. a respect thing. You're like, I have, I don't feel well. I don't want to get someone else sick. We have no respect for anyone. In the, like, We're I, gross. And that's including me. I just get mad. I literally, I was at shop right before, and I was backing out, and someone like pulled into the the lane I was parked down, uh-huh. and they made it so like I had to go around they them. Made it super awkward. And, and I'm like, I'm like this fucking cocksucker, and I look, and it's a friend of mine. I'm like, yo. It's, I'm like, mm-hmm. see, but like our first instinct is fuck you. Well, well, the, well, the thing, well, that's a very northeast thing. A, a very it's, me it's thing too. Fuck you, you <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah, go yeah. anywhere else in the country, man. They're like, oh, sorry, man. It's not a big deal. It's fine. You can go around. Yeah, you want me to I, move? I, I it just, pisses I, us off because humanity has no self awareness. No, none. At it's least like, our American specific northeast. I've never had. Listen, people who are always book smart. They always pissed me off in high school. They were book smart. They got good grades. They thought they were. They thought they no were street shit. smarts. When you have zero street smarts is when I have zero respect for you because you like just oblivious to an obvious situation. Yeah. Like I, I could think of plenty of situations where like you and I have been at a bar and we see thing we see something happening over there and like in an hour that could be a problem. Yeah, yeah. Sure as shit, it was a fucking problem. Yeah, you just kind of stay you know? alert to it. Like it's people that keep that head on a swivel. That's probably one of the reasons I have like social anxiety because I'm sitting there like dissecting every little thing going on well, at bars. I'm telling you, like the first couple times, like you and I specifically, we went up to G's when Drea was bartending. Uh, yeah, or, or, sorry, you oops. could just say she was bartending. What, what, there. It's fine. Not anything bad. When, when Drea was bartending up there, and, yeah, like, you and you and I and Greg and the landlord yeah, 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 yeah. years, we all go up there. And it was a fucking thing is packed. And I remember, like, us, me and him walking in there, both having the awkwardness. And I swear to God, we both looked like Brad Pitt and Ed Norton in Fight Club. Just immediately sizing everyone. Oh, I watched up. Fight Club last night. Fight Club is great. <laughs> Sick. Oh, okay. Hold on. Speaking of Fight Club, sure. Right, it was before you moved out of your house in Woodlawn Ave, right? And Shaggy came over with his girlfriend, and they were and uh, Stelly just bought his new Klipsch. Yes, Klipsch. Not Klipsch. Bowers and Wilkins. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. It's Bowers and Wilkins speakers. So we were playing music on him, and his uh, his girlfriend tells me that he refuses. Ready? You ready? Everyone's about to get mad. He refuses to watch Fight Club. Wait, Stelly? No, Shaggy? no, 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 Shaggy. Shaggy refuses Why? to watch Fight Club. I never got a clear reason for it, but I remember, just I, assumed that it would be bad. No, I think it probably makes him feel emasculated. Oh, maybe. Okay, <laughs> uh, so here's the thing. There's two. Um, tra- there's actually a very true thing. There's two um, pillars of Fight Club people. There's the people that hate it or won't watch it because it makes them feel emasculated, and there's the other side where every skinny white dork that can't fight love. It's their favorite fucking movie. Is that Taco Bell hot sauce. Yeah. <laughs> he, bought, he bought a no, bottle of it. It's Taco Bell fire sauce. Fire sauce. Yeah, you but, used on my fucking Taco Bell hot sauce, asshole. I'll get you a bottle. I gotta connect. Hey, yeah, cool. I gotta connect. I got <laughs> a guy. It's called every, Walmart. Every white dude that can't fight loves Fight Club too. So it's like there. It's it, obviously there's people that just like Fight Club, but it's specifically like a lot. The, of, the Fight Club like, mega fans turn into the MMA and the UFC and the tap. Yeah, out and mega see what's fans. funny is they I tap out. T-shirts. Fuck I, off, I, out. I love <laughs> I love Fight Club, but. I it's not even like my favorite Fincher movie. Like I'm actually I'm not the biggest David Fincher guy. Like I See, really don't like 
social network. See, see, here's the thing. Like, here's here's what makes you different. This is why you're a cinephile because you go to director as opposed to the movie itself. Like, you're not a fan of the director, I, which I, I understand. I think he's a really good director. Sometimes, like, I I, I do, like I the like, social network. A lot. I don't like social network. I really didn't like Gone Girl at all, which I still don't understand. I I, yeah, I Gone Girl's fucking. Awesome, I thought it was man. fucking droning. <sighs> I thought Ben Affleck was bad in it. That was I, the little girl that goes missing in the. That's Gone Baby Gone. I love okay. I love Ben that Affleck. Was good. I was gonna say that, that was good. Um, that was Casey Affleck that was starring Gone Girl. Just didn't do anything for me. Like even when they, everything goes down, I'm just like, oh, did you ever see Manchester by the Sea? It no. was d- incredibly depressing. I'm saying, no. Did you like it? Or did you hate it? I liked it. I thought it was overrated. Um, he was very, great. In it. Very he, overrated. He was great in it, Casey Affleck. It was fucking. It was horrendously depressing. Yes, it was like um, it was too much at some point. It, it's weird because um, Casey Affleck hasn't really had a career since then. He's been in like one movie, an A24 movie called The Ghost Story that I really like. Um, but he's in a bedsheet the whole movie. He's literally oh, really? a ghost. Yeah, <laughs> it's not even a horror movie. It's a it's a tra- it's a drama like a tragedy okay. kind of movie. It's about life and dying and shit like that. Word. Um, and uh, what's her name? Uh, J- uh, Jim Halpern's wife is in it. Um, Jim Halpern's wife? Uh, Jim Halpern from uh, The Office. His wife in real life. Jim Jim Halpern was John Halpern. Why did I say Halpern? I don't know. Hal- I was thinking it's, of someone it's else. Emily Blunt. Emily dude. Blunt. Yeah, she's in it. Um, it's a good movie. Jim ghost Halpern? Story. Halpern. <laughs> Halpern. Yeah, I know. I was just watching The Office this weekend too. Um, but Fincher. I love Zodiac that Fincher did. Zodiac Z- is Zodiac fucking is cool. Great. Great. That was the first time when I watched it. I was like, yo, Gyllenhaal fucking is a great actor. Um, I didn't really like Curious Case of Benjamin Button, and that was it's Fincher, just, it's too. Just, it's just too long. It, I just thought it was a very, like, uh, whatever. It was like, oh, look at the uh, how, how crazy Brad Pitt did. It was like, yeah, crazy. They put him in all that makeup. Like, it was all right. Fincher, it's, he, he's hit or miss for me, man. It's uh, There was, hold on, I need to see his IMDb now because. Do you? Yeah, I do, actually. Oh, well, he also did Alien 3, which is the worst Alien movie, but he doesn't count that as one of his movies. You know, tweets at me, he goes, how about It was oh, so bad. His, his best movie, Fincher, is Seven. It's not even debatable. Oh, Seven, yeah, Seven. Seven's okay. his best movie. He did Mindhunter, which I fucking love Mindhunter. Um, Zodiac, Curious Case of Benjamin Button, Social Network. He re- he did the remake of Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. which was Daniel a, Craig? Which was a really that good... That was one of the Blu-rays I which bought was never watched. Really, it's a really <laughs> good... Wrapped. It's a really good remake, Basically. but the original's better. Um... He also directed one of the best Nine Inch Nails music videos only. Oh, Panic Room was really bad with Jodie Foster. Oh, The Game with fucking Michael Douglas from the 90s is a fucking dope movie, dude. That, if you like Fincher, you'd probably like that. But yeah, Social Network, I, I don't like Jesse Eisenberg. Well, I like And him. I hate Justin Timberlake. Well, he is one of the worst actors alive. Well, I, well he's, he's a real triple threat. He's a real triple, real triple threat. We docked him draft picks for that. <laughs> we did, actually. To this That's day, facts. one of the fucking funniest things that uh, he lost draft picks. So, so explain that story now. What? Okay, so explain that story because no one really understands the triple threat meme. It wasn't even he got doc, doc, doc draft picks. We took players away from him. So it was after we did Josh's Fantasy League. Um, we did our draft, and I think the next night was the VMAs. might have been that night, actually. Yeah, it probably was. Because like, we drafted, and then the VMAs were that night, and Colucci was live-tweeting it. <laughs> Justin Timberlake was performing, and he's like, oh, JT, killing it up there. A true triple threat. Great actor, and, great singer, and I'm great like, dancer. <sighs> yeah, we all just it, Josh, like, said, like, we're doing something about your fantasy team, and we took away his first two picks. <laughs> the best part was, he still finished higher than Ralph that season. <laughs> was that the infamous Larry Fitz night? Larry Fitz, Larry yeah. Fitz. Um, so, speaking of Colucci, um, I had I had, I had, had a great week. Um, He's one of the a thing, true th- triple threat? One oh. of, one of that's, the, that's like big facts. One of, the, one of the things I watched this week was my Carolina Hurricanes sweeping 
the New York Rangers. Yeah, man, they followed you. Yep. They, and then, um, so what I did was, and I talked about it on the show last week, I sent Colucci a broom in the mail from Art Areola, and he got it. He it didn't it didn't have my name on it, so he calls Amazon to find out. After I'm like, no, it wasn't me. It might have been Greg or Richie. So then he's texting them trying to find out. So he's like, it was you, you fucking asshole. So the Hurricanes yes. ended up what? following me on Twitter. What kind, I saw that, dude. What kind of an old man you have to be to call Amazon to find out who sent you a broom? Are you are, were you that disturbed? Did, when you told him that you didn't do it, he just moved on. He yeah, started accusing. Yeah, this is fucking false. <laughs> Dude, dude, the best I would have asked you 80 times. The best was he tweeted out, like, okay, who's the asshole that sent me a broom? And Alan replied, I could give you one big guess on who it is. Alan knew instantly. But I, I think the next time, if they get swept again, we need everyone to send him brooms at the same time. Well, well, like, what if you just, like, randomly sent him a broom for no, without kind? I, I think a mop would be next, like a mop or a Swiffer. Just, just, that don't, motherfucker don't, ain't doing chores. Don't, Let's no. get him off brand Swiffers. <laughs> Don't send him a Swiffer. Shoprite brand Swiffer. <laughs> the duster's done in a minute. Oh boy! Oh, just, start, just start sending him a five pack of sponges. All right, Taylor. Um, right. Our uh, UFC this weekend. Yeah, I missed last week because I. Oh, dude. Okay. Because I, well, I, I had to wake up like five a.m. on Sunday. Okay. So, so Derek Lewis fought in the main event, right? He was the guy, the big black heavyweight, that after he won a fight a couple years back, and he took his shorts off, and Joe Rogan's like, "Why'd you take your shirts off?" He goes, "My balls was hot." That guy. So he won <laughs> nice. his fight. He won. I, think I remember that. He, he won his fight. He looked great. He trimmed down. He didn't have to cut weight to make 265 for the first time in his career. Mm-hmm. Um, he won That's second nice. round knockout. Brutal knockout. And then they, they're doing the interviews uh, on camera rather than in the cage because of that. So Paul Felder's getting ready to interview him. Derek Lewis has his headset on. And he's like, all right, Derek, you now own the record for most knockouts in UFC heavyweight history. Let me ask you, man, how does it feel? And he doesn't realize he's being asked a question. And Derek Lewis is talking to his coach. He goes, I got to take a shit. <laughs> On live TV. <laughs> he literally says, I got to take a shit. I, me and Manfro fucking lost it. That's awesome. Yo, it, Derek Lewis the GOAT, dude. Oh, dude, I love him. He's and so good. He looked great on the ground against Alexi Olenek, who has 31 sub- choke submission victories that's, that's, in his career. That's he crazy. had Derek in a choke at one point, really? too, and Derek got out of it. Der- Derek took him down multiple times. Derek Lewis, as a, as like a complete package as a fighter, is fucking scary. And he's dude. fast, and his cardio looked good. And, dude, he has lunch boxes for hands. Dude, he's huge. Holy he's a, shit. So this weekend is the big card. Uh, UFC 255. No, 251. 252. 252. Because it's, it's Stipe and DC. It's Stipe and DC. So, Taylor, so I'll let's, see you Saturday night. Let's then. go. Let, cool. Taylor, let's go head to head here. Are um, we? Okay. Um, so, pull up the card. Um, start. Oh, I'm going to bet on it. I, listen, I can't I can't do worse than last time. Well, I can't, you, right? Well, this is what's what's crazy with this card. You know, normally there's like 10 fights on a card, this 12 fights. Five, this right? doesn't have any prelims. prelims. There's only five fights, which is crazy, which I'm not necessarily against, but that means it starts at 10 and then it's over, which, you know, I like as much fight, as many fights as I can get, but I'm, I'm happy to get this card. Oh, so wow, start dude. from the very first fight, Taylor. You pick first. So, um, uh, the first fight I don't know, but it's at light heavyweight. Ma- Magomed Ang- Angolev. Yes. Ion Kutabala. Okay, Kutabala for me. Uh, I'll just go the opposite. Okay. I, I really don't know. Okay. Uh, the next one is John Dodson versus Murab Desfilet. This is a lot of Russians. All right. Who are you going to take in that fight? Uh, I'll take Murab. Okay. I'll take Dodson. Okay. I'm going to take opposite of you just because I want to give you a chance to get wins. Oh, this is a good one. JDS versus Rosenstruck. Yeah, that's a really, really good fight. I'm going to take Rosenstruck. I'm going to take JDS. Because I think Rosenstruck needs... Uh, I mean, did he fight after Ninganu? No, yet? he hasn't fought since Ninganu took his head off. So, I think it's too soon. So that's that's very soon. But I think I think Rosen, if Rosenstruck 
wins in the Santos like has looked pretty good lately. I know, but I'm saying is if, if Rosenstruck like wins in devastating fashion, he's right back in contention. Yeah, immediately. So I'll take Rosenstruck. Okay. Um, Here's one. I don't mind if we take the same person because I already know who I'm going to pick. Uh, right. Sean O'Malley versus Marlon Vera. That's a great fight. I'm taking Sean O'Malley. I'm taking Sean O'Malley too, but Marlon Vera is I know. a fucking beast. Dude, he's an animal, that guy. I love Sean O'Malley. I can't pick against him. I know. He's so fucking Okay, good. next fight. Steve A versus DC. Okay, who are you taking? Oof. Oof. Who, what, do I, what do I do? Because I love both of these I fighters. I love both of them too. And They're one and one. They, they've they split the fight. This is one of the most, this is one of my favorite rubber matches I've been looking forward to for a while. Yeah. Man. More than likely DC's final fight. Hey, no, he said he's done either way. He said, I, I'm leaving. He's oh, he done. did say that? Yeah, he's okay, done. so it's DC's final fight. So if that's the case, then I want DC right off in the sunset. Uh, I'm going to take DC. Okay. Um, This is a really hard one for me it to is, pick. Dude. I was talking about this with Manfro. So, in the the, the first fight, um, DC knocked him out in the first round. Yes. Second fight, DC was dominating him for three rounds. Yep. He was picking him apart in the feet, and then Stipe made this incredible adjustment in the fourth round where he started landing body shot after body shot, and you saw DC starting to give way, and his hands started to drop, and going low, set up, being open up high, and he knocked him out. Yes. Now, if DC had mixed up his wrestling more after taking those body shots and stopped looking for the knockout, he got he went head hunting. He probably would have won that fight, especially if he mixed up his wrestling. Now, in this fight, is he going to mix up his wrestling? I would assume so. He proved that he's he is the better striker. He's knocked him out once. He won every striking exchange in the sec in the, the second fight until that fourth round yep. when he couldn't adjust to Stipe's adjustment. Now, here is my concern. When a guy, when a fighter specifically is saying that he's done either way, how, at least not in the back of your mind, if not right in front of it, you know it's over. How is your heart in the same place emotionally, mentally, as it is normally when you're fighting for legacy? Now, this is obviously a legacy fight. They're, they're building this as the winner of this is the greatest heavyweight of all time. Well, uh, that's a different argument, whatever. But you have retirement right in front of you. How is your head in a place to go out there and beat what, who is right now the greatest heavyweight of all time? When a guy is sniffing retirement, and it's historic with, with fighters, when they're like, this is my last fight, my next fight, last fight's coming up, they start slowing down. They're not as mean. They're killer instincts out there. They fight a little more safe because they're afraid of taking that traumatic knockout and being brain damaged walking out or taking an injury. That little hesitation in a fight with two fighters that are so evenly well matched makes all the difference in the world. I want DC to win. I love DC so much. He's one of my favorite fighters of all time. He's one of the three best fighters of all time when you look at it from heavyweight to light heavyweight. But I got to take Stipe just based on that. Now, to DC's credit, he's an Olympic athlete. Yes. And that drive, that level of competition is so much different than anything else, even fighting in the UFC at the highest level, what you have to put your body through and your mind through specifically, that this retirement factor may not affect him, but I have to go based on history here, that when I when a guy is sniffing retirement and having that time with his family and taking that cushy office analyst job where you get to make a lot of money and not get hit in the head for a living. And be really fucking good at and it. And really good at really it. Good I, at I, it. I, I'm really rooting for DC here. I think it would be the greatest swan song in UFC history if he did it. You know, it, He would get his heavyweight title back. It would really put the heavyweight division in a very, very difficult position. I'm assuming what you would do is a rematch with DC uh, with Stipe and Ninganu if yes, DC won. Exactly. Um, but I'm going to take Stipe. But man, I hope we get a five round war that literally the decision is one of those ones where we go. I don't know. I'm happy it was a great fight. That I'm actually going to call a, a Stipe decision, a close decision. So I, I don't disagree with 
with anything you just said, you know, it, it is, like you said, it is a historical fact that, like, I, I, yeah, on, on the precipice of retirement, when he already has, like, it's the same thing with, like, when when uh, with Drew Brees already inked the deal with, what, CBS? Yeah, yeah, after yeah. he retires. So, like, what drive does he really have? Is he going to be as willing to take a hit? Right. So, I, I get that thought process, and I totally understand. I just think, again, in this instance, I think DC is just a different type He's of He's a animal. different type of athlete. I agree with the, that. The fucking guy, like... The, the, like the guy wanted to he, fight John yeah, Jones so bad that he was willing to forego any, uh, his bonuses, anything. I don't know if you've so, seen the shape that DC's in. He looks great. So, like he trimmed. He looks. Yeah. He looks like his abs. So, I'm like, holy shit! That's what makes me believe that DC has because no matter bit what more speed. His enti- he's old though. Maybe he Listen, doesn't he's, feel what, it. what is he? Forty two. Forty three. I so think forty two. Forty three. Yeah. And what stinks is that his entire legacy is going to be defined by the John Jones fights, which yeah, is annoying. I know. Because, but if you look at it, like you said, at brass tacks, when John was gone, he carried the light heavyweight. Division. If John doesn't exist, he's the greatest light but heavyweight of, of all time. time. Easy. It's, it's. I mean, there wasn't and competition for him there. The only guy that gave him a fight was um, the first Gustafson fight. Yes, and, and you know, well, I mean, I mean, Vitor had him in trouble for thirty seconds. Uh, uh, I'm talking about. Um, oh, you talking uh, about DC? DC. I I'm mean, sorry. Rumble rocked him at one point yes. in the first fight, the second fight too. But uh, you know, Alexander was the only one that he's a fucking bum. Comes back to fight a heavyweight, gets submitted in the first round. It's just crazy to me how Gustafson had it twice, I just, and it just. Didn't I just work. think. That people underestimated him, and once he got exposed, that yeah. was it. But um, I, I'm really excited for this. I hope we get a fucking war. Uh, I I love both guys. I think they're both great. Um, I, I just I, I don't know. You know, DC being older, man. When a, age happens so fast for fighters, man, and not like he looked bad against Stipe. He was winning, but he needs to use his wrestling more. He needs to make Stipe scramble. He needs to try tiring so him out. The other thing that does worry me too is because DC knows it's his swan song, so it could there could be possibility that he wants a highlight reel. You know, he wants the perfect finish. He wants the championship, a highlight reel. That's a lot of pressure, and, and though. To, and to, and to think retire. About, I think about I the pressure of losing for your, your as last your final fight. No, fight. I, I'm not, well, I'm not saying he's looking that for you've it. Won, you've, 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 you've knocked, beaten, knocked out you once. You should have beaten the second and time. And you yes. should have beaten the second time, but you were basically humiliated in the way that you yeah, couldn't yeah. But finish it's, it It's out. also the same thing that happened when it came down to Andrade and Rose Namajunas. Yeah. Like, Rose was kicking the shit out of her, and then she just let slip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and Rose comes back second fight and demolished her. I actually Wasn't think that's a lot of pressure for him, I, though. I, I think the way D, he fights. I think DC specifically, because he knows headhunting killed... He's so smart, and that uh, he knows headhunting is what killed him in that last fight, that he won't do it again. That if he starts to sniff that Stipe is starting to get a rhythm and timing down, that you're going to see He'll him mix it up. it up. Like, he didn't shoot a single takedown in that fight. He didn't try to clinch or push him into the cage. Mm. He is a wrestler. He's an elite-level wrestler at the end of the day. Stipe is a very... Very, very good wrestler, yes. but there's no wrestler in the UFC short of Khabib that is that good of a fucking wrestler as, as Daniel Cormier is. But either way, I'm super pumped. It's going to be a great fucking night of fights. Yeah. Um, they're rebooting the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Why? Um, I, all right, let me explain. I, I I don't care that they're rebooting it, but it's like, why do you have to reboot it? All right, so let me explain. There, Which the, one's going to be the, on the, it? The genesis of this is actually kind of cool. I actually respect this. Okay. Uh, a fan, I think it was like two to four years ago, made a fan-made trailer. Yeah, reimagining. He, was, uh, yes. he, he reimagined the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air as a drama. It was just called Bel-Air. And respect to Will Smith, he saw it, and he's like, I like this idea. Now he's the one producing it and greenlighting it and writing it. They're going to make a drama out of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It probably will tank. It probably won't do well. How do you do this show without Uncle Phil? He's dead. Um, Is Will Smith going to be in it? 
I don't know. He should be playing like the Uncle Phil role. I That'd think. That'd be cool. Like you could realistically do the same kind of story. Like he became successful. He bought the house that they lived in. You know what I mean? I mean oh, maybe. I, I, like, mean, like, I think what would be nice too if you do do that, maybe not have the original characters as recurring characters. Or yeah, bring them like, in every so often. But, you know, like br- say by the bells do. Dude, like definitely bring Carlton comes in. Bring does Carlton the thing. come in. Right, exactly. Yeah, I, I but I, I think the prospect of it is a drama. At least they're not trying to recreate the laughs. Like the same kind this, of sitcom. Like this Saved by the Bell reboot is going to fucking tank. Yeah. Saved by the Bell was never a good show, but it was nostal- it's nostalgic, dude, and that's it, why people want to... Like Mr. When, Bell you're, thing, yeah. when you're sick and you're watching Yeah, you it watched it. Like, you think about it now. Like, I didn't laugh once, but the girls were hot. There was some, like, humorous It's just what moments. you watched when you yeah, stayed yeah, in yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. You watched Saved by the Bell, and you watched Price is Right. See, see I, I, I <laughs> was... Maury and uh, uh, Jerry Springer. Steve Wilkos. Yeah, I was, I was annoyed when they did that. was like, I really, really loved Wet Hot American Summer, and then when they did the 10 Years Later TV show... I don't know if I watched it It was so fucking bad, man. Like, I know was, people that loved it, and I, I didn't watch it, but I know people that loved I, I, it. I tell you what, man, the, like, the only person that didn't come back, I think, was uh, Bradley Cooper. Well, he's Bradley like, Cooper. Like, bro, like, everyone came back, and like I thought I would Ooh, like it. And it just Bradley Cooper's going to be the star in the next Paul Thomas Anderson movie. That's nice. Um, which he's also, his last movie that he did was um, Phantom Thread, which was Daniel Day-Lewis's last movie. Great that. fucking movie. Um, Scorsese's next movie is going right to Apple TV+. Plus. De Niro, De Niro and Leo. The uh, the killing of the flower of the flower um, of the flowers I think I, I remember the exact name of it but it's like a murder look, mystery kind of thing it's, it's a look at the flowers it's all about cattle. yeah look at the flowers <laughs> yeah um, but it has a two hundred million dollar plus budget so it's for Apple TV plus yeah dude, dude. well I mean wow. Irishman was at two hundred no, million I, on, on I Netflix that, yeah I'm, I'm just saying like that's like it's you get Scorsese man people go to it uh-huh. um, so I'm excited for that we'll um, for now it. we talked about a couple weeks ago that Beavis and Butthead is getting rebooted on Comedy Central very very excited for that. Another one that they're rebooting, which I'm not as excited for because I don't think they can do it, is Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy was so weird. Man. Oh, it was great. It was, it was promiscuous. If you watch it now, cartoon. dude, you're going to laugh your ass so off and be it, like, holy shit. It's actually funny because my dad was a huge Ren and Stimpy fan. Oh, it was and, great. And, and he started, like, we were, uh, there was a piece of driftwood in the water, and it was a log, and the first thing my father goes, it's log. Dog, it's yeah. log. My brother had an it's log hat, and all his friends to this day call him log, and it's also because of his gigantic cock. Huh. Um, but, <laughs> dude, but, the happy, happy, joy, joy happy, happy, song. Powder when, Toast Man. Powder Toast Man, dude, fact. When, when he has the helmet on, he's hitting himself in the head. I remember as a kid just being scarred for life. That show that was, was so, so vile and rogue, but it's not the original guy that created it because he was doing very... In a, he, he got me too because he was being very sexually inappropriate with young girls. Mm. Um, so I don't know, like, they're calling it a reimagining of Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy needs to be violent. It Literally, Ren and Stimpy was like um, itchy and scratchy on The Simpsons. Yeah, but they do make risky cartoons now. Like, uh, what's the new one? Big Mouth. is like it's, Well, Big Mouth is an adult cartoon. Ren, adult and Stimpy cartoon. Was, Ren and Stimpy was on Nickelodeon. For I, no, but it was literally, the 90s. Was, was I remember an episode of Ren and Stimpy where they, like, they went to go live... They got adopted by this like redneck guy, right? He's like an auto mechanic. And on Nickelodeon, this dude, he has a pack of cigarettes in his front pocket. He takes out the pack of cigarettes, puts the whole pack in his mouth, nice. and lights it. I'm like, this is a Nickelodeon show. Yeah. I, you can still catch Ren and Stimpy on late sometimes, and it's fucking hilarious. I, it will not be as good as Beavis, as Beavis and Butthead, because it's Mike Judge that's doing Beavis and Butthead. Okay. He's the creator. So I, I, I'm going to be interested to see how they do that. A lot of stuff did happen in sports this week. Um, I don't know if you saw what Kevin Durant did. <laughs> I, 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 so, 
Ke- some guy was shit talking Kevin Durant on Twitter or Instagram. Kevin Durant went to this dude's Instagram, found his girlfriend, followed the guy's girlfriend, and liked all of her pictures and was leaving comments on him and just to Good spite the dude. I was like, all right, Kevin Durant's a crybaby. I respect that. And then he t- he said to the guy, sorry, dude, I accidentally followed her and accidentally liked all her pics. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, Donovan Mitchell, also the NBA, he Instagram lived either him having sex it's dark you can't see anything but you can hear it or watching porn for a long period of time someone but then someone commented on he's like no dude i could hear that i know what porno that is it's this i'm like that dude could tell by the sounds that's weird i'm like that i'm like oh my god that's exactly what i was gonna say (laughs) he like named down to like the movie the porn star and the exact minute in the fucking porno that's That's like the people that comment on pornhub he's fucking sick (laughs) Those are people that comment on Also, So we've talked about um, the, the MLB and the teams. The St. Louis Cardinals haven't played in two weeks now. Yeah. Um, did you see these guys in the Indians? These fucking idiots. Zach Pieslak, one of their really good young pitchers. Oh, it was Clev. And Mike Clevenger. Yeah. Well, Pieslak comes back. He, he They found out that he broke quarantine. He went out. Um, and they were like, all right, you got a quarantine. He's the guy that got wings. Um, no. 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 Different that was guy. the guy in the NBA. No. Different guy. Wrong so sport. The, a, a pitcher on the, cle- the pitcher. On the Cle- wings, dude. A pitcher, <laughs> a pitcher of the Cleveland Indians. This was. Um, he he went out. He broke quarantine. So now he's forced to quarantine. And uh, then cool. it turns out that another one of the pitchers, Mike Clevenger, went out with him. Oh. And he was the one that was like, "Oh, we can't be doing this." So they caught Pizlak because he came back to the team hotel after he snuck out, which means Clevenger never came back. They had no idea that he left in the first place. Nice. Again, if you got this, is what's going on. This will lead into the college football, the Pac. 10 or uh, Big Ten canceled their season, which means no Michigan, Michigan State, um, ACC, SEC are all saying that they're going to play. I still don't think that's going to happen. Um, so, this they're, they're, you're seeing college football players are saying like, and coaches, the safest place for us to be is with each other because if we're we're not playing football, we're going to be out doing things. This, this, and that. We can't trust growing professional athletes to not go and break quarantine, but we're going to trust college kids to do it. I, I just don't see how college football is going to be able to pull it off. Yeah, I don't see it happening either. I mean, I, I do. The one thing I do take away from is that I do like how the players and the coaches. I appreciate come, that. Every, everyone's coming together and the hashtag we want to play. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing the MLB players did. It was the same thing the NFL sure, players did. Sure, sure. I appreciate doing. that. As it's all a the group. Same shit. Yeah. But, but the thing is. I did that at a union. Oh, Dude, oh, oh. Yeah, God forbid! <laughs> yeah, no, but, God forbid! Uh, college ba- football players were allowed to unionize. It's fucking stupid. But uh, no, I, I agree with the union. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying but, like, uh, imagine if they were allowed. I mean, like, if they were allowed, the NCAA is fucking bad. Uh, Did you see what Lou Holtz had to say about college football? I don't give a shit about Lou. Holtz. He said that. We know we know that there's a risk with this. Do you think that the kids that stormed the beach in Normandy didn't know oh, that they Jesus were going to be risking their Christ. lives? Just shut the fuck up, Lou, Lou Holtz. Oh God, Michigan's gonna come out. I fucking hate Lou Holtz. I fucking hate Lou Holtz. Listen, you're comparing what? college sports. To storming the beaches of Normandy. When he I, fucking I, I, reached I, I, to listen, Jupiter I don't even hate one. Lou Holtz for that reason. I hate Lou Holtz because every single time on college game day or anytime on ESPN he was on there, if Notre Dame was playing, that was his pick. Sure. Fuck you. Fuck Notre Dame. Fuck them all. Fuck Michigan. And, and fuck it, Justin. And fuck Michigan. Michigan could suck my whole ass. Seriously. <laughs> fuck them. So you don't think there's going to be college football either? I, I called no college football about three weeks ago. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it wasn't going to happen. I mean, you're going to see, like, 
so far the top two players I've seen were uh, Lan- what's uh, Lance Fields and Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, are, are, you know they're leading the charge. But there's a lot play. of players opting out too. The Penn yeah. State linebacker who's one of the top five picks coming out this year. I don't blame any player that opts out. I don't blame any player that wants to play. It's all it's it's all up to your own personal. Well, that was like people getting mad at do. Stroman, which there's an argument to be had. I'm to- more mad that Stroman's not going to fucking resign. And he's gone. We don't know that yet. I'm pretty sure. Probably not. Resign. He probably won't resign. <laughs> so um, stupid. Hi, landlord. Hi, landlord. How are you? Hi. Hey, what's up? Hi. Yeah, at least he's been here the whole time. Hey, hey look, it's mom. You're like an asshole. I am sorry. Oh, does Bob need to go move his car? No, I had to like sneak in. Did you oh, sneak in you successfully? suck. I didn't I even totally see that. I totally suck. Hey. I didn't uh, even think about it. What Land- good are you? Landlord, her leash is right behind you on the cooler. Thank you. Bob. You I apologize. Bob. She was hanging out. She was sleeping pretty yeah, much. Yeah, she was. Time. She pretty much slept the whole time. So that means you got to be you have a good night. Did you have a good time, landlord? Yeah. Until you got back and Bob. From you. <laughs> <laughs> I think she was talking to you, Josh. Yep. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, there's Jared Leto news. Two casting decisions on Jared Leto. Cool, cool. He's going to be in the new Tron movie because okay, we nice. want a new Tron movie. Tron Legacy was so bad. I love the original Tron. I didn't see either. Oh, Tron Legacy was awful. And I love Jeff Bridges, and he was in both of them. They did the de-aging technology before they had it, like, pretty good in that, Dude. and it was really bad. I just think it's worse if I'm indifferent on it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like it's yeah. better to have a good or a bad reaction, but yeah. if you're indifferent on it, I think that's worse. And I'm so indifferent on Tron Legacy, I don't give a shit. It wasn't good. Did you like the original Tron? Uh, Iconic movie. I'm trying to remember. That's uh, that's the motorcycles with the lines. Yeah, it's Jeff Bridges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The motorcycles like with the, the lines. That's yeah, the dude, new it's one, fucking, too. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a new one, too. They're making a new one that has nothing to do with it with Jared Leto. And Jared Leto's this is actually good casting for him. He's going to be playing Andy Warhol. That's great. That's actually the perfect that's casting really decision good. for Jared. Because he's like... He's the Campbell Soup art guy. Yeah. <laughs> the guy that does the can of soup art. Really fruity, flamboyant. Why is that going to be in Tron? No. <laughs> He didn't understand that it was a Jared different Jared Leto role. will also be playing Andy Warhol in a different movie. I understand. Okay. <laughs> Why is that? That's entirely on you because dude, you didn't explain it. Yo, dude, I was like. He said, you said I, Tron. He stood up, was not instantly not paying attention. And he yeah. said Andy Warhol. Why is Andy Warhol in Tron? <laughs> he should be. <laughs> I like, watched I that. If Andy Warhol was, was in Tron Legacy, I'd like sick. it. That'd be sick. Oh, my God. That's so fucking stupid. funny. Um, bears. 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 Beats. Chicago Bears. <laughs> bears beats. Battlestar, Battlestar Galactica. Galactica. Bears actually get their name from a football team in Chicago. Hey, um, hey Josh, what bear is best? False. All right. Black bear. <laughs> um, so False. Black the, bear. the National Park uh, Association issued a statement. You definitely say that. They issued a statement warning people or asking people if they're, if they're running away from bears, don't push over your slower, fatter friend to distract oh, wow. the bear. That means somebody someone's, did that. Yo, some, <laughs> I mean, someone's been doing it. Someone should have told Shane. Fucking, dude, but that's, that that mean, that's, natural, that's natural chain of events. Yeah, dude. Like, First off, this is my... This, I actually don't mind this statement because if... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what do you always tell your friends when there's when there's shit going down? I don't I don't mm-hmm. I, I don't have to outrun anyone. I just got to outrun you. Yeah, you Fact. you can't you don't have to be the fastest. You have to be fastest faster than the slowest person. Facts. So I don't. Have a I big know issue. that that's always been a thing because I've been the slowest. <laughs> <laughs> so zombie apocalypse, you're the first zombie. Uh, no, I have my own firearm. So they won't even go after you because of your fucking toe. Well, actually, I. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah, you're safe. You're. Oh. Actually, no, I'm good right now. It's gone. Actually, I have your firearms. Oh fact. I Wait, I've, I've, did you break? The, did you break your? Like? Did you break is your gun again? Fine? No, I found it yesterday. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm oh, like, oh nice. it's Bob's gun. Nice. <laughs> His quads is still attached to it. Yeah. Okay, good. 
Uh, we did not break them. <laughs> well, you broke one, and Josh mine, had to fix mine it. Mine needs to become New Jersey compliant. Okay. And Quaz's is that's 100 you, years old. That's what you want to talk about in a recording. New Jersey fine. compliant. You have a gun. That's not New Jersey compliant. <laughs> you know what you should do with your gun? <laughs> Shoot Taylor. Listen, if it's my right not to wear a mask, okay, <laughs> it's my right to have a firearm that's legal in most states, just not this one. <laughs> yeah. Well, the one that you currently reside. On paper. So, guys, this is uh, Bob, uh, Dr. Bob Tulefsky admitting <laughs> that he has an illegal firearm in the state of New Jersey. Oof. It's legal. For who? Is it? You're. <laughs> do like uh Everything's fine. Do what is how do we say it again? Uh Mubga. Do you like Mubga? Maybe. Think about it. Mubga. Actually, no, hold on. M U B G A. You should Come get on. it instantly. <laughs> Making your butt. Make, make no, make your butt great again. Oh, great again. We need to get Making merch. Making your butt. <laughs> Making what, are you, your, what are you baking a cake? Yeah. Making your butt. What are you? What are you doing tomorrow? Making your butt. <laughs> Bob's gonna go home and make Nick's butt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is he waiting for you to watch Sopranos? I fucking hope so. <laughs> He no, started. He could. He could keep going. I just got hooked on it when I, uh, he started watching it. I was gonna loosely just casually watch whenever he was, and you know, you know carry on. Uh, I have to watch every second. Every time they think I'm out, they pull me back, back in. Our true enemy is yet to reveal himself. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best parts is the fucking uh, the poker game when he freaks out on Matthew Bell. Oh my god! Over the fucking cheese. No, Tony was the master. Tony. Tony knew exactly. He told him to go clean the cheese up. Tony knew exactly what's gonna happen. I wake up. He goes, I go to sleep, put fucking, uh, what do you say, provolone in my cheese. Wake up, smells like your sister's crotch in the morning. <laughs> oh, that's so, so fucking, fucking funny. Good. All right, the last thing I had here, um, emo bands. Oh, yeah. Pull up the so list. Josh sent us this list last night. MTV did an article. It was like 105 emo bands. Fuck uh, MTV. I, I guess it was 105 emo bands you knew before anyone else. Now, the premise of the article I don't have an issue with. But you would think when you do an article about emo bands, you would want all the bands to be... Emo bands. Emo bands. Sure. So First of all, hold on. And it says that you, that you knew before anyone else. I guarantee you more than 90% of that list, besides these assholes... Did not know these bands existed. So let me. Uh, okay. Uh, like okay. Let, let me. Give I'm you, not gonna know. Hold on. Hold on wait. 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 Bob. Let me give you one right now. You tell me yes or no. You've heard yeah. them. Daphne loves Derby. No. Exactly. All right. You want to know another band that's on there? Sure. System of a Down. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I knew them before anybody else did. But, but are they? Clearly. Wait. Are they an emo band? Oh, not even. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're saying. All not right, Josh. Fucking even. Josh. What please. are the Foo Fighters on there? Yeah. <laughs> no, they're on there. So. Yeah. Well, I want to say this. So when we were having the conversation last night, I do think that some of these bands are emo adjacent, right? Or, or, or they have emo records. Yeah, they have emo records, but they they pivot right on the line. They're right on that line with the emo. Like I don't think Thrice is an emo band, but no they shot. are emo adjacent. Well, they, 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 they got big during that time, and so they, they get a lot of. In. And the, the big reason a lot of these bands get roped in is because fans of emo bands like these bands too. In a lot of cases, big but facts. that doesn't mean they're emo. So Josh. All right, so what do you want me to do? Do you want me to read all 170? That's a lot to, to read. Or do you want me to go through the ones that are obviously not emo? Sure, please, please. Okay, so the first one on here that is obviously not emo at number eight, Avenged Sevenfold. No, no. They are a hard rock heavy metal band. They're just a, yeah, they're a metal band. That's yeah, all they've ever yeah, been. Yeah, that, that, anyway. they, were, they, were, they were a metalcore emo? band. They were a metalcore band in their first mm -hmm. record, and then they became an actual metal band. Yeah. Because yeah. M. Shadows weren't how to fucking sing. 
All right, and then number nine, Blink-182, they have nope. an emo song. Yes, no, they, they have an emo record. They have an emo record, but, like, the first emo song I remember was fucking... Adam's I miss, song. I, I miss you. I, no, I miss you. I miss yeah. you. I don't even think Adam's song was... I, emo, Adam's, Adam's song's song, 100% emo I don't think song. it's necessarily emo song. It, it's like... Because it, it's just about a kid committing suicide. It wasn't about, like, the heartbreak and specifically. It was about but, a kid no, with the, but Like, I, I miss you's an still, emo song. I miss you's an emo song. Down's an emo song. Feeling this is yeah, an Yeah, that emo whole song. album's an emo Stockholm record. Stockholm Syndrome, all those Yeah, I, I hated that album. I love that record. Coheed and Cambria. No! Dude, the furthest thing from an emo band. Are you yes. mad? That is, that's I'm f- trying to think of a depressive song. Dude, like the only thing I could think of is like Devil in Jersey City, and it's not even that depressing. No. Yeah. Uh, Favorite House Atlantic? Right. So Do you feel one, bad? This one no. annoys me because it's they're not an emo band. Okay. They're, like they're, They have emo lyrics. Sure. 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 Every band does. Death, Cab, has- for, Death Cab for Cutie. They are they're not, not an emo they're band. They're not an emo band. They're an indie band. That's what I would. I would they're not a band I like at all. Soft rock, maybe. They're not an emo band. Wait, wait, I don't like okay, them remotely, listen, but they're wait, not emo. Uh, I'll follow you into the dark. Is is the most emo they go? Because it's a very very dark song. Yep. But uh, the, his like, voice is that, like his voice is emo-ish. But, but, but like translation, is that an emo song? No. Dude, no like no. they're just they're an indie soft rock band. Yeah. Number twenty-three, Evanescence. No. Evanescence isn't even a good band. No, Evanescence is like what they have. Bring Me to Life and that song that was on Daredevil. Call Me yeah. When You're Sober and shit. I don't even know that song. I, the only the only song that's actually good is uh, the only good uh, is Broken when they did she did that uh, was a good song with the Seether guy. Or, yeah, uh, with Morgan, Seether, right? Morgan guy. From well, they had that one slow piano song that I forgot the fucking name of. Who, um, shit? Yeah, who cares? Yeah, it was fucking ass. All right, what's next? Number twenty five, Finch. Finch. Finch is not never, an emo band. Never. Finch actually, my, one, my, one of my buddies was the original lead singer of Finch. They're actually from like the Greenwood Lake area. Uh-huh. He was the original lead singer before you know they got good. Yeah, well, I was gonna say. <laughs> I mean, was he the original lead singer when they wrote? Uh, was he the singer when they wrote uh, "What It Is to Burn"? Um, yes, actually, he didn't. Write, he helped write some of those lyrics. But did he sing it? Nope. <laughs> then who cares? He's pissed. Yeah. So I, this one, I think toes a fine line, and I think that Taylor and I might debate about this. I'm gonna say firmly not emo. Okay. Let's see what you say. Good Charlotte. 100% emo band. Emo band. I don't uh, think so. No, uh, here's and, and Emo pop punk, but I would consider them an emo their band. Their first two records, The Young and the Hopeless, and specifically The Chronicles of Life and Death. The Chronicles of Life and Death is a depressing as shit record. And uh, Lifestyles, well, uh... Young, well, the Young and the Hopeless can get there, like the the title track, and then uh, but then you have uh, you have that song, but then you have something like the anthem, you know what I mean, which is an yeah. uplifting thing. Boys and Girls is actually a pretty damn good song. Um, I think more so they have an emo record and they can delve into that genre better than most bands do. But overall, I kind of don't disagree with you as I, an, I, a band. I have them no. firmly in the class of pop punk. F- more on the pop side than the I have them in the class of I w- ass. I would, I would, I would believe they're in the same class as like because they were huge around the same time. Like Good Charlotte, Simple Plan, Yellow Card. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's they got. But I consider Yellow Card to be emo. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, no. Ocean Avenue is an emo. Song. Ocean Avenue is an emo album, dude. The Breathing, whole fucking thing. Way away. Way away. Only one. Well, yeah. I like from heaven. Come yeah. on, you dude. from heaven is rough. Empty yeah. apartment. Empty, yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Wait, you... Even lights and sounds is fucking rough. Yeah. At some point. Either an emo band. All right. Number thirty-three. Green Day. Come no! on. 
Man, are you kidding me? And here's the thing: if you call Green Day even a pop punk band, Billy Joel. What do they have? Like one? They, what is maybe Long wake me up with September ends? An emo song? Maybe? No, maybe, hold on. Maybe American Idiot, Boulevard of Broken Dreams, Boulevard, Jesus, maybe Jesus of Suburbia. But that's Saint not Jimmy. emo. It's hundred percent. It's, it's not emo. It's, no, emo. It, it's a rock opera. That whole album's a fucking. I don't. I understand. It's that. emo adjacent. I don't consider that emo. They had an emo look. Like that was when he was doing the fucking stupid tie and the eyeliner. I don't know, dude. Shit. That that that's like that's prime Green Day for me though. Man. Like, I, Prime Green Day will always be Dookie. American Idiot is their best album. I, was, I was too young for that. Like I, no. I, I watched that or I listened to that to catch up. Like well, I knew yeah. the couple Dookie's songs. Dookie still their, their and best American album. Idiot came out and I was like, whoa, I need to tell. It, well, it really started with uh, whatever the one Nice Guys Finished Last is on. I forget Nimrod. That, uh, Nimrod. It started there. That's a great album. Then, then American Idiot. Then I went back to Dookie and I listened to Longview, Hitching a Ride, shit like that. Dookie is still their most complete album. American Idiot's a masterpiece, but Dookie is their uh, their per- most perfect album. Album. We used to listen to it at Justin's house. His brother it's had great. it on CD. It's great. All, All right. Of them. What's next, Josh? 42, Jimmy Eat World. No. Not, uh, Futures is an emo record, yes. and that's about it. That's it. Yeah. Because Bleed America is They're a rock great. band. They're a fucking rock band. They've been a rock band. Like, literally, uh, when, I, when I gave you Chase This Light, does, yeah. is there a, a hint of emo no, in there? No, they're a pure rock band. First of all, if you talk about success in any of your songs, that you're not emo. Yeah, I'm exactly. a New Jersey success story. Yeah, no. no it's not, not an emo band. Not us, but him. Yeah. Number 55, Paramore. First album, yes. Everything after that, because every, everything after that is not riot. Can well, okay. So all we know is falling can be considered riot can be considered, but then you have um, bright eyes, which really isn't that much of a uh, of, uh, of an emo record. And then you got the self titled, which is a straight pop rock record. And then you have after laughter, which is fucking which is indie eighty synth. So it's the they're the furthest thing from an emo band. Yeah, the furthest thing. All right. All right. So this one I find interesting because I guess it kind of toes the line. I. Emo- Jason. Emo Jason, 71, Silverstein. Discovering the waterfront, yes. When the wind shifts, so yes. It's so heavy, though. Like, it's, it's screamo. Yeah, yeah. No, but the thing is, too, like, you had scream, like you had bands like Drop Dead Gorgeous, From Autumn to Ashes. Uh, I'm going to say, like that. okay, if you're talking about, if you discovered them before anyone else, then that means it was before discovering the waterfront. What is broken is easily fixed, and that is not an emo record. I, I completely agree. So I'm going to say, no, they're not. Emo adjacent. Emo yeah. adjacent. I agree with that. Yeah. Number 77, Switchfoot. Switch Christian is, Rock Band. Switchfoot is, has never even been remotely we emo band. To Live. Oh, I can't even tell you what the I, name oh. of that one song that was a hit that they had. Meant was. to live. Meant to live. It was fucking horrible. No, stop it. was horrible. No, it's not. It's shut about up. not putting out. I want to fuck. Oh, who cares, dude? <laughs> shut up. No, it was not good. Uh, yeah, that's your like your opinion. No, man. it's not good. Uh, no, who it's thinks not it sucks? Good. You lost three to one. Just one. like we can't talk about Fast and the Furious. Oh, good. <laughs> Fucking great. We talked about it. Three, yeah. Yeah. No, we can only talk about making fun of it. Okay. Just like we can only talk about Switchfoot now, making fun of them. Okay. Josh. No, what? <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Number seventy-eight. We already complained about System of a Down. No, come on. Come on, dude. That is the, that is maybe even more a bigger reach than Coheed. Is like Lonely Day is the only emo song, it. and it's not even Surge singing. I would say like Mesmerize. You could maybe think about it, but then you then you wait five. No, minutes. Hypnotize is more the the the. Well, well, I'm saying so. You one. wait, you wait five minutes, and then you wait till that feeling goes away. Yeah, and it's that song is also about fucking Tiananmen Square. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, come on. It's hard political rock. Yeah. All no, right. it, it, go ahead. Number eighty nine. This one is not an emo band. They're not. They're just. A, they're, this is. I kind of classify this like Switchfoot. They're just a band that had like a popular song, but the lyrics were kind of emotional. The fray. The Fray had two good songs. That, that fucking cock-sucking song came on the radio the other day. How to Save a Life? 
No, the How to Save a Life is a very everyone good song. Cable knows. car. Oh god. Generic bullshit. The beat is Fuck you. That and every fucking little white girl watching Lifetime love that fucking band. They get me. No, they don't. They would rip they would Mickey you in a fucking second. Shut the fuck up. Awful. That song wasn't bad though. How to save a life. That's fine. That song is all right. Song. Another it's a little generic, no, too, but it's, it's better just, than cable car. The, the, the fray just I never got it. You know what I mean? I never understood what the fuck. No, they were corny. They didn't. They like very just generic. Like, like, like if I had to choose, there's a reason they disappeared. Like if I had to choose between the fray and Coldplay, I would choose Coldplay. Every I time. would too, and I fucking hate Coldplay. I, Coldplay's grown on me after a while. They got some pretty good stuff. Number ninety three, The Offspring. They're not nope. remotely they're, close. They're a punk rock. Band. They're a punk rock band, and That's Early good. Offspring is fucking incredible. How, like, how, how can you sit there and listen to Americana and think? I'm talking even before cool. Americana, dude. I love Americana. That was their last great album, but even before then, that nothing about it is remotely emo. No, hold on. Uh, what were you gonna say? Pretty fly for like no, no, some forty one emo. No, no, no pop, the pop punk. No, hold on. No, I want to. I want to. I'm gonna challenge you on their last good album because The Offspring had one record. That came out, Rise and Fall, Rage and Grace, was a fucking fantastic record. came out in 2008. You're Gonna Go Far Kid is on that one. It came, Good it's song. fucking awesome, dude. That album is fantastic. I don't think I listened to that one. I remember being done with the one that had original Prankster on it. That's that with Redman. That song was Another fucking. Good song. No, I hated that one. It was just they it's they kind of they kind of bought into the gimmick after Pretty Fly for a white guy, and it just kind of became like, oh, the let's be thing. the funny guys. Like, yeah, you, like, you know what's funny too is that uh, their lead singer Dexter, he's like a legit rocket scientist. He's oh, he's brilliant. Smart. They were also my first show ever at Starland Ballroom. They're a great live show. They also have a great cameo in a little indie horror film. Not even indie. It was really popular. Remember, Josh, remember the movie Idle Hands I do. Um, with Devin Sawa and Jessica Alba, who is so hot in the movie. Seth Green is in it. Um, one of the Bash brothers from the Mighty Ducks is in it. Um, and the offspring and Dexter gets his head ripped off in the movie. Awesome. It's a it's a, a horror comedy. I'd say more comedy than anything else. All right, what else we got, Josh? Uh, those are all of the obviously not emo ones. I mean, you know, they, they, they have the pioneers on here. You've got your My Chemical Romance, your sure. AFI. The pioneer, who's low. the pioneer? Like, if you're talking like what the original emo bands are, it's it's literally the Smiths and the Cure. It's the well, so when, no, like, when, I, when, when I think of what we think of emo, sure, as, sure. If I have to think of the band that that started me on emo, it's the Used. The Used. Thousand. It was Taking Back Sunday for in, me. In, in Love and Death. Yeah. That's the I, record that I did not. All. What's funny is with both. Well, no, back, the self-title for me. Well, it, well, yeah, I'm a little young. I'm a little younger than you, but yeah. it was in Love and Death for me. That Which that one had um. um it, was, it was Take It Away. I, I'm I a like. Fake. I like that album more than the first one. I caught fire. I don't. I love the. No, their self-title is great. Blue. I like that one too. But then they got really bad. They yeah, got, they, they they got really bad. You have to you have to listen to their album from 2014, Imaginary Enemy. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Uh, it's see, it's so it it's funny because I didn't like Taking Back Sunday when they first came on the scene. Um, it actually I didn't like them until Where You Want to Be. That's when I became a fan. And now Tell All Your Friends has grown on me, but Louder Now is still my favorite. It's Louder Now, Where You Want to Be, and uh, then the most recent I fucking love, Tidal yeah, Wave is th fucking. That was great. really good. I actually when they when the original band first got back together the first time. Oh, well, the one with the, Better Homes and Gardens on it. Yeah, oh. no, the their self. Title with it doesn't doesn't feel a thing like falling and like Mother's Day or something like that on there. Oh, I did not I did not I like that one. I like the, the one after that flicker fade on it. I like that album. Happiness is is incredible. Yeah, I, I like that and that had better. I did not like the self titled very much. I love the um that one didn't do it for me. I oh, love one with El Paso on it. That one's that, fucking I like that great. song. I I didn't love that album. I love Happiness is and I love Tidal Wave. Happiness is is slept on so hard. um but yeah I mean Take Back Sunday was really where I like first um they they, they have funeral for a friend on there. Who 
I don't consider they emo did. either. I don't either. E- emo adjacent again. I mean, it's possible, but um. So like a couple of the bands that I did see on there that were definitely emo. Obviously, you had like Motion City soundtrack. Commit this to memory is fucking fantastic. Um, what I didn't see on there was a band like Aiden. They're a thousand percent emo band because uh, Will Francis. Early, was they out had of his AFI mind. on there, and early AFI would not consider emo when they so were heavier. If you listen to early AFI, you listen to High School Football Hero. That's a hundred percent, almost a hardcore song. Yeah, yeah, for like, sure. They didn't become emo until they wrote December Run Aground, and yeah. I. Miss Murder got fucking... Ah, Sing the Sorrow is kind of emo, dude. It is. I mean, uh, Girl's Not Great. No. What's uh, the the Art of Drowning is kind of an emo record, I guess you could say. But, like, full-blown, like, fucking uh, Davey Havoc looked like the fucking guy from the Misfits in the Miss Murder video. Yeah. And then everyone's like, everyone slept on Love Like Winter. It's a fucking amazing song. But, you know. I do love early AFI. Early I'm AFI is great. Um, all right, I don't got anything else, guys. You guys got anything? No, I just, I'm pretty. Josh, anything? Bob, any last words for us? Uh, fuck Justin. Fuck Justin is fuck right. Justin. That's the theme of 2020. Um, guys, this is episode 114 of You Watch, I Listen. The movie pick for this week is Adaptation. Uh, the album pick is My Comical Romances. My Comical Romances Danger Days, The Fabulous Killjoys. And we will see you guys next week, taking out with a little kiss in celebration of Detroit Rock City. Talking about his dick. <laughs> Is he? Yeah.